Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Episode 8 of Hat Trick Hockey. Ant here, as always, with my buddy Rob Sawyer. Rob, what is going on? Holy fuck, bro. What a great weekend. Eh? Woo! Pumped. We, we had... Uh... We interviewed. We got to interview an NHLer. Yes, we did. How sick was that? It was total butte. Yeah, That's total all, butte. I'm uh, living on cloud nine right now. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a great day yesterday. It was a big day for the show. Um, so stay tuned. We'll drop that interview next week. Actually, gotta keep one more. Gotta keep them wanting more, definitely. But yeah, so that's coming next week. Also, so what else? Like, did you do anything else this weekend? Or oh, not much. Just crushed a bunch of beers. And, you know. <laughs> Same old, same old. The usual weekend, summertime yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's actually uh, there's a couple of rumors surrounding your Leafs here, Rob. Did you hear the latest free agent possible signings for the Leafs? Like free agent or coach? Like free agents. Oh, no. I just seen... Uh, uh, well, I was reading something the other day. Apparently, Joe Thornton is expected to sign in Toronto in the offseason. Well, how much is he getting? I'm not sure what his cap hit is, but I could see him maybe coming there and taking a little bit of a smaller, like, one-year deal. Who are they moving out? I don't know. That I haven't heard. Yeah. They're also, for defense, they're also uh, apparently linked to Radko Gudis. That guy's a total freaking goon. He's a mean, love him. mean son of a Bring bitch. Come on. I definitely think that's what Toronto needs. Some some toughness, some dirtiness, oh, yeah. some he's you know he's gonna add all that. He well he also adds you, he gives you a top four top four D man. Right, right. And his cap hits only three point three five. Well that's perfect. Now so, if Munson can stay healthy, Toronto does have a good You mean you mean Muzzin? Or what did I say? Munson. Munson. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Kingpin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. get Munson. Yeah, that's hilarious. They're also linked to uh, possibly hiring, uh, who, what's, what's that guy's name again? Boudreaux. Yeah. He's been around for quite a while. Do you, do you, could you see him being an assistant, though, to Keith? Like, I don't know about that. I, I could do, I could see that. Maybe a mentor. Well, you, know, you know, he's going to have to know his role when he comes in, right? Coach is a coach, assistant coach is assistant coach, but no matter how many games he's got or whatever, you know, like, but I'm sure like having a good mentor being so young, you know, do you think he's possibly brought in in case something goes sideways with Keith and then well, he's already there to that's step always in a possibility, right? He's, he's a, a renowned coach. Yeah. So, Oh yeah. I don't know about that. So we'll see. It's going to be iffy there in Toronto. So we'll see what happens over, uh, over the off season. I would be a little bit nervous though. If I was the head coach. Yeah. Right. Standing next to that guy? Yeah. Yeah, I would be sure. too. Like, is this guy here for my job or is he here to help me? I would think he's here for my Possibly job. Possibly both. So, I got to be better. Both. Yeah, I agree. Uh, another big thing was that Matt Niskanen cross-checked on Brandon Gallagher. Bro, I I can't remember the last time I seen something this vicious. One game suspension. Oh, and that I just don't understand. I was listening to uh, Brian Burke on TV and he was saying... It's almost like a four to one ratio. Yeah. But then I start listening to other analysts and they're saying this is a 20 game suspension in the regular season. Now, I would really like somebody to explain to me how the rules change 
in the playoffs. I don't by know. By that much. One fucking game. The guy's gone from the rest of the playoffs. Mind you, they got beat out. But yeah. I'm just saying, he was gone from the rest of the playoffs, and he's only going to get one game. But still, Montreal fell right off, too, and he yeah. was gone. Well, he's, he's, a big, a, he's the engine for that team, yeah. right? Like, he may 100%. not be the best player on that team, but he is the engine, you know? like 100%. And, and, and if that's the case, well, why don't I have, you know, my, one of my fourth liners go and break Crosby's jaw or or Malkin's jaw yeah. or or uh, Ovechkin's jaw, you know? Like, I'm only getting one game for it. Yeah, so. I know. That was completely insane. Broke his jaw. Not a call on the play. Smashed his teeth out. Yeah, knocked out teeth, broke his jaw, one cross check, one game suspension, didn't no call on no call on the play. It was when I seen it, like did you see it like right after he just kinda like sat there. It looked like he was dead. Yeah, he was dead. He was sitting in the corner like he was dead. But okay, in that same game, caught to Niemi. Yeah. Drills the guy into the glass, and now could he have let up? I don't know. It was kind of he was going there, anyways. Yeah. But that guy turns into the glass as well. Face gets rattled off the glass, cuts his uh, yeah, brow. Yeah. So him. because of that check and that um, yeah uh, outcome of the blood and the yeah. hit, it's an automatic game suspension. Yeah. But Gallagher gets. Busted in his yeah, mouth with insane. a cross check and nothing. I know. It, I it. I was literally watching the game and it blew my mind that I was like, how did he not get kicked out for that? Okay, let's look at it this way too. I wish Dave Cassidy was here right now because I would ask him. So do you think the referee should get disciplined for that? For You have two on there. You're telling me that they didn't see it? Yeah. Or they, you aren't have, they allowed to go to a replay on something like that? I, I don't think they can go. Not to call the penalty. Not no. to call the penalty. But a linesman can call that too. Yeah, they can so blow dead. So you got four fucking them, guys yeah. that you're telling me missed that play. Something's, ru- something's yeah, up there. Something's wrong. I agree. I, 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 was, I was so pissed. I and I'm not a Montreal fan. And it cost them. Oh, for sure it did. Cost them the series. Well, did they, what did they lose in the, that game? By one? I think they did, yeah. Right? So you're telling me he wouldn't have been a part of that? Yeah, well, I know. He's a huge so, part of it. Yeah. That, that was really shit. One, Total shit. One of the good calls, though, that you made was Nazem Kadri. Oh, yeah. He's, well, he's turning out to be a stud. You're kidding me right now? So the game after you, when we took our, like, impact guys, when you, uh, so that was for game four. So when you took him that game, literally that night, he had two goals and an assist. Yeah, he's, he's he's flying. That, maybe that was the best thing that ever happened to him going Fresh to Colorado, start. right? Fresh start. And you got McKibbin, or Mc, McKinnon. Yeah. Right? They got a bunch of guys there. Yeah. They're they're a wagon over there. Yeah. Um, also, the NHL has now done almost 6,000 COVID tests. Still zero positive tests. That's amazing. They're doing such an amazing job. Zero positive tests. The... Uh, yeah, so they're doing good there. I'm surprised, though, kind of, you know, with guys that have had to leave for their kids, but they make them, like, quarantine, and then they have to test four times negative in a row before they're allowed to join back in with their squads. So great job, actually, yeah. by uh, the NHL. They're keeping everybody safe. That is a great job. What did you think of that play on uh, – where like Chara and that guy got all mixed up out front of the net. Who was that? Shvetchnikov or whatever. Honestly, I don't think you didn't I see saw it when it. he like rolled over on 
on his ankle or something. And I did not see that. Then. No, I didn't catch a whole lot of it either. I just seen the play. It just looks like they got mixed up, but it just he just rolled over on his ankle, and then uh, no, rolled over this, on Chara's ankle. Or no, the other, the, the, the other guy got hurt. Okay, and that was the why I think that's why Brindamore got fined for his comments because he said. Remember, he got going. He got fined like $25,000. Yes. Because he said the league's a joke. Right. And this and that. I think it was because of that play. I didn't catch a whole lot of it, so I can't really. I just wanted to touch base on it real quick just because it was a huge fine. Yeah, I can't remember why he got fined for that. But then you you look back at the Gallagher thing and you. Yeah. Is it a joke? Yeah. Like, why do you have separate rules? You shouldn't have separate rules. It's insane, dude. I can't believe it. Play it one way or play it the other. I agree. Right. So, I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, like why don't like why are the refs not calling this stuff? I don't know what's going on here. It doesn't make sense to me. It's weird. Also, our buddy Oscar Lindblom is back skating with the team. That's so amazing, eh? Skating with the team, total butte. So he's back with his team. As of right now, they're not sure on when he's going to come back. I think it's going to be soon. But when he comes back, think like look at Philly right now, and then they're going to add him back in the lot. I think they're just gonna, it's just going to give them a whole nother gear. Philly's playing amazing right now. Yeah, and I no, think, just run around cross checking everybody in the face. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> that's all you got to do. <laughs> that's awesome though. But Who's yeah, victim? yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he's back. So I think that's going to give them a nice little boost. So they should be enjoying that. Also, we've been following it. How awesome is that? That he trusts the league, right? With the COVID and all that shit going on, that you know his immune system can't be the greatest still. But but he he trusts the league that much, and his fellow teammates that he can come back and 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 be part of the team. Yeah, well, those guys they have all the best doctors in the world. Sure they do. So they 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 get the best care. Yep. Also, we since we've been we've been on it as of late. Elliot Freeman shaved his beard. Oh, fucking time, yeah. <laughs> Did you see it? <laughs> I seen him. I was like, oh, who's the new guy on there? It was actually him, just clean shaven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good for you, Elliot. <laughs> yeah. But he looked like But it. he said his wife, his wife liked it. Really? Uh, yeah, I don't know. My wife would hate me with a beard like that. <laughs> like, wouldn't even, come, sleep. Oh, wouldn't even come near me. <laughs> Not even joking. Oh, uh, that's funny. Um, also, kind of sad news, Dale Howardchuck actually passed away recently. He was, uh, what a career that guy had. Oh, that's, uh, that was a heartbreaker. I was listening to, uh, the Spit and Chicklets broadcast when they had, uh, Brad May on there. Yeah. And, uh, wow. What the, the, the things that that guy's, uh, accomplished. It's like unreal. Yeah. The, the, I can't what know. a career. Okay. Let's all just throw you a few stats out there. Okay. So he played for uh, he played for three four NHL teams. He played for Winnipeg, Buffalo, St. Louis, and Philadelphia. He played one thousand one hundred and eighty eight games wow. in the NHL. That in itself is a career. Yeah, it's great. He scored five hundred and eighteen goals. Had eight hundred and ninety one assists. Wow. Fourteen hundred and nine points. And over his career, he had seven hundred and forty pims. Oh, so that's, yeah, that's a great career. He also coached. Uh, he's been with the Barry Colts since 2010. Right. So he's been there. He's made the playoffs a few times. He's lost in the finals. Stuff completely pretty much turned turn them around. But, uh, yeah, man. So 
rest in peace to him. He was a great career hockey icon, in my honest opinion. But uh, so yeah, so rest in peace, Dale Howarchuk. Also, he he was selected first overall by the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, and uh, he played there for a lot of his a lot of his time. Ahead of uh, Ron Francis, Grant Fuhrer, and Chris Chelios in that draft. Wow. What a fucking draft that is. That's that like game. all Hall of Famers. Yeah. His, uh, what was it, uh, led the largest single season turnaround in NHL history with 48 points. Wow. A 48 points switch when they grabbed him. Whoa. A little bit of a swing there, eh? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> But yeah, what a what a career, what a guy. Also, one of the calls that I made, Carter Hart. Hot. Kata hot. Okay, so I took him. Guy goes back-to-back shutouts on the hats. Oh, yeah. And, and, <laughs> and uh, playing against his uh, idol, eh? Carey Price is yeah. his idol. Those two, what a matchup. Jeez. Though, well, for, Price for had goalies. two as well, right? I know. Dude, Price had like a nine-something saves. Or save percentage sorry right nine something and lost the series yeah that's uh isn't that tough one there wasn't a whole lot of goals scored in that series when you come to think about it no right (laughs) well did you have four shutouts yeah i think there was four shutouts yeah series that's that's crazy man (laughs) like completely crazy it's fucking banana lands it is crazy a little bit of a rumor here rob around that first overall pick so, I don't know how true it is. I see hockey stuff that's a little interesting, and I think, oh, you know, that could be an interesting topic for us here. So, I love when you surprise me with this bullshit. I know. <laughs> so, this is the possible deal. So, the Sens are, are apparently eyeballing the first overall pick. Okay, so, apparently they're going to approach the Rangers with some sort of deal, but the Rangers have already, I guess, said that they won't accept a deal unless it involves a player from the Senators, and that player being Brady Kachuk. So Ooh. it would have to be him plus the third or the fifth pick because, remember, Ottawa has two picks in the top five for the uh, Carlson deal. So they got a pick from San Jose. They got a first-round pick. So they would give up their first-round draft pick. No, they would give up one of the two. They have two first-round picks. They have two picks in the top five. Okay, so they so they have four. a third and a and a fifth overall pick. So what what, what would you want if, if you were making that trade? Would you make that trade? If I gave you three, if I give you if you gave me number three, the third pick yeah. and that player, I could check. yeah, I'd yeah. take it. Why wouldn't you? He's, well, this he's, kid is supposed to be the next Sidney Crosby. Yeah, but you want to give have, that up? Is he going to have some pre-existing injuries? I don't know. Well, we got a little bit of. A little bit of a scoop. Yeah. <laughs> so, on, you know, uh, some, some knee sorties yes, or something, right? Yeah. So, you know what I mean? And Brady's ready. Imagine him on a line with Brendan Lemieux wow, in New York. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I know, they, I know one of our former guests right I would like that deal, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Pending on this kid. But I don't know, man. Would you take the deal? I don't know. Or would I, you take the first pick? I'd take the first pick, I think. I honestly do. I. I because I think this kid's going to do amazing things. I just like Brady. I love Brady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, he does it all. He's a thorn in the side of his opponents. For he sure. He'll score goals. He'll fight you. He'll hit you. He'll wear you down. Yeah. 
but and I love is, that. Is Brady a defenseman? No, he's a forward. He's a forward too. Yeah. Right? Great player. Mm. Other thing, did you see that Mark Andre Fleury thing? Oh, what what his agent posted that photo? How does the agent get to do that? I don't know. Now, the, Fleury's not commenting on if he knew about it or not. I could. Do you think this key? Do you think after this year he could be done in Vegas? Hundred percent. Well, where would he go? Toronto. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wagon. <laughs> but uh, I don't know, man. Because what's been weird is like the wings have been linked to that they're going to take a shot at Lanner in the off season because mm-hmm. I think he's unrestricted. Okay. So. But now can they even do that? Because now you would think that Las Vegas is going to sign him. But yeah. Flurry, Flurry still has two or three years left on his contract. Well, where would you rather go, Detroit? I know you're a Detroit fan, but without with you listen, in your head and not your heart. Listen, Detroit is not the most sexiest spot for if you're a like free agent or you're going in on a trade. Right. The thing that is good about Detroit, and I'm not saying this as a fan. I'm saying this just as a hockey guy is Steve Eiserman. Like, who the hell yep. wouldn't want to play for Steve Eiserman? That's the only thing that can draw you there right now. But but if you install a little faith in his rebuild, you know what I mean? You could be there a couple of years and be right fucking back into yep. it. Yep, yep. You know but what I mean? how many years does Flurry have left? That's what I mean. You and know, the wings are in a goaltending right? situation, and maybe something short-term would be better. Right. You know what I mean? Like something short term, I think would be good for the wings. They don't need a guy where they're going to do like a six, seven year deal or something like that. Yeah. They don't need that. I agree. I agree. But I, and I think a guy like Mark Andre Fleury, who's won the cup and he's been around, you know, he's been around the league and he's still a, one of the best goalies in the league. For sure. And I think you put a couple guys in front of them that are, can keep the puck out of their end maybe a little bit and, Let's run it here. Like, just try. It. Let the young, let the young guys play. Yeah. Well, here's another thing too, right? You get flurry there, and that's going to draw better players there as well. Uh, exactly, Correct. and it's going to put some asses in the seats right. too. Right. It's going to get you some more fans, and it's going to get maybe it, get, it brings you new fans because there are like player fans, yeah. right? So, well, speaking of our wings and Leafs, they're apparently the Eiserman's eyeballing Kerfoot. For it's Toronto. Just letting him go. Or I don't know if he's a free or? agent or it's going to be a trade, but I know that uh, apparently Eiserman loves him. So hmm. apparently he's they've been linked into a possible trade. Well, if it's wings and leaves, they're gonna. I'm assuming it's going to be a trade. Yeah, that's crazy because you know, like you know, the rule of thumb: you don't trade inside your own division, right? Yeah. Well, so. I don't think Eiserman really gives a shit. Yeah. Oh no. I, I <laughs> that. Well, and a player's a player. If you want him, you want yeah. him, right? Yeah. So what do you think? Should we uh, should we flip it over to the, to this interview here or what? Absolutely. So we got on our good buddy out of Amherstburg, Total Butte, Total Butte, co-owner of the Amherstburg Admirals. You know what? Here he is, everybody, Mr. Wes Ewer. Roll it. Are you looking to hire a photographer? Check out Windsor's own Melissa Fay Photography with affordable and professional services ranging from lifestyle newborn to weddings and any of life's important events in between. Mention Hattrick Hockey and enjoy 10% off any service. Find her on social media as Melissa Fay Photography. And this next guy we have on here is very well known in the town of Amherstburg. He's had a bunch of stops in uh, Junior, which we are going to talk about every single one of them. 
He also played some university right here in Windsor. He's also on the minor hockey board, now serves as co-owner of the Amherstburg Admirals. Let's give a big hat trick hockey welcome to Mr. Wes Ewer. Wes, welcome, buddy. Good to be here, gentlemen. So, obviously, growing up as a kid, you played hockey in Amherstburg, obviously, because I played against them. Can I interrupt for one sure. second? Can we give a big hat trick hockey shout out to his grandma? Who had a birthday last week? That yes. Couldn't make the interview yeah. too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So happy yeah. birthday, Grandma! Happy birthday, Grandma! <laughs> Thank you. So, growing up, you played there, and I'll be honest with you, I fucking hated playing against. I hated playing against you. Every time I went into Amherstburg or I seen Amherstburg on the schedule, it was always the first thing I thought, "Fucking you were." Then what do we do? We roll around in the ball season. We go into Amherstburg. Fucking you were again. <laughs> like the whole time growing up, I was head to head with this guy. Yeah. And then when he finally went on and moved up, and I was like, oh, thank God, now I don't have to play against yeah. him. Got him. My points went up when I went in. When when he left, my points went up. So that was good. But what I want to know is when did you make that jump? Like when did you go from minor hockey into junior? Like how old were you? So that was, uh, it was a little different than the draft year was draft year for an A hockey player was the pipe dream really but it was uh it was phantom major year so now it would be phantom minor so it was when i was uh 16 so that was one of the back then too the rules were a little different you could have five underage players and uh now it's only one so i was fortunate at the time but yeah i went my first year of eligibility when I was 16. and what team did you go to uh kingsville Commons. oh okay kingsville yeah. boys yeah i remember you too when you played in Tecumseh, I believe, for yeah. the Chiefs. Yeah. Was George Winter your coach? George Winter was my coach. What George was, was one like? of my favorite coaches I've ever had. Um, I learned a lot from him, not necessarily uh, on the ice. I just learned a lot about being a teammate and what it means to you know, be an actual team and kind of just more like be about it, not you know, really need to talk about it. Some of the things that we had to do as a team, uh, it just made it a lot of fun to be there. And we, you know, we, we were uh, we built ourselves up to you know really try and make a run out of the year before. I think they won like two or three or maybe like ten games. Like it was wow. a pretty bad first season. And then uh, and then we I mean we ended up taking Chatham to game seven. We were actually up in the series two games. I think like three games to one. We had it up against but Chatham was pretty strong back in uh, back in the day. So. But I mean, yeah, George was a beauty. He was yeah. one of my favorite coaches. I had him too as a coach, and I loved him. Yeah. Got some farm out. Go ahead, man. Did you know that we have the same birthday? You and I? January 25th. I did not. I did not. <laughs> Holy shit, are we twinsies right yeah, now? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't, the one thing I didn't look at. You did were our, a great day. Did our astronomical sign change? <laughs> Am I still an Aquarius? Or no, I don't know. Yeah, you are. We are. Okay. Yeah. See, I didn't. I mean, that's hilarious. Shows you how much I looked up my. I didn't uh, know that. I didn't know that, man. Yeah. Stack guy wrong. Stack guy wrong. There you go. <laughs> Holy so, shit. I didn't know that either, obviously. <laughs> and, uh, that's great. Where, where did you grow up? Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like Giants, I was minor hockey the whole uh, my whole life in Amherstburg. I was my coach among other guys, but uh, yeah, Amherstburg. I mean, I was out and about a little bit, but uh, always came back here. The funny thing about I was always that kid in high school, like, can't wait to get the full coat of small town. <laughs> and, like, and now, like, yeah. I'm so rooted here, like, I couldn't see myself living anywhere else. That's awesome. 
yeah. gotta love your own hometown. Right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you guys were lucky you got me across the border. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you were lucky we let you in. Yeah, that's right. See, good. At least it's a mutual feeling yeah, between yeah, towns. It's good. It's been lifelong brewing of uh, of rivalry between the two towns. Always so been. Good. It's always been. Um, how old were you when you started playing travel? Oh, uh, so I, I got cut in novice because I couldn't uh, stick handle. I remember my coach telling me that. My dad, like in now in hindsight, like we, we got that in common too. Well, it's just like <laughs> what novice hockey player needs to stick handle, like my skating. Oh yeah, you're, you're a great skater. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that might have been a stretch too, but that was funny. So I remember Adam, like Adam the AD, I think was probably when I made it. And I remember one of the years my dad told me like. Like now, and as an adult, you know, like one year, he was a head coach, and the only reason I made it was because he was a head coach. <laughs> so <laughs> I think it was like Jamie's. I think it was like right? Adam Major or something like that. He did. I like he was that. He was that. But then once contact got into it in Pee Wee, uh, I was. I mean, it was a little easier for me to play the game. Fucking taller. Yeah, I was always. I was always really tall. I mean, I was on the bigger side. Yeah, I was always always taller than most. Most be above average on most teams for sure. We had one of the Essex coaches on the the other day when we were interviewing him, and his dad cut him. Oh really? That's amazing. That is amazing. That's hilarious. The story he tells. I mean, I don't have any children yet, but I'd be really fearful if I if I had to coach like. Really would be sad if my kids were shit. Like yeah. at least not manageable. Like just be manageable. Yeah. I don't care if I can. I'll sit you. I don't care about like. I think my old lady would have a hard time <laughs> being a non-parent coach while I'm a parent. Just so, so it doesn't look political, right? Yeah. 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 Just what? Oh, well, I mean, people don't care about politics anymore in hockey, but I digress. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, they don't even hide it anymore. No, it's it's crazy because yeah. they just come up and tell you. Oh yeah. You know, like it's even even like younger kids that they think that should be on the travel team that don't belong, but the parents are coming and say, yeah, you should look at my kid. Oh, you know, it's ridiculous. You, you, you kids not that That's the good thing about being a non-parent coach in minor hockey and also being a bigger guy. And like, I don't always give off the most welcoming, like, you know, I yeah. come from my last 20 years of my life has been junior university uh, hockey and where like mom and dad, you know, you don't really talk to your coach. You don't really, yeah. let's, I mean, they were cordial, but so I give, I don't really give off a, a welcoming vibe all the time. So I just cruise my way through coaching. <laughs> don't make eye contact. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, just stay away from that guy. He looks a little weird, but yeah. the boys love me, so it's all good. Awesome. Now you're the coach of what team is I got the major majors. Major majors? majors? Yeah, I made that decision that uh, actually uh, a buddy of mine, uh, who he actually coached, he has been coaching since I've been on the board. Uh, tree, Dennis Emerson, yeah, tree. Yeah, I tree, yeah, 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 yeah. Tree, yeah. Tree's, a, tree's a beauty. So he uh, he called me on the deadline night. He's like, Hey, man, I don't know if there's this or there's coaches. And, and uh, I didn't even talk to my girlfriend, she coaches with me last year when we did the midget minor. Oh, nice. So I called her on lunch the next day. I'm like, Yeah, so I put in for the team about 10 minutes before the deadline last night. Are you good to coach? She's like, Yeah, okay, that's fine. So oh, that's so, yeah, it was last minute, but uh, so she's a mute. Oh yeah, she's a, yeah. I mean, she coaches a girls' team too in uh, out in Harrow too. With, uh, oh, fantastic. Like Adam Adam girls in her lock. I think they're moving to TV this year. So she's yeah, she coaches two teams twice twice a week too. Well, we sport uh, girls hockey too. Yeah, yeah we do. She yeah. plays Sundays actually out here in Essex. Is oh, a nice. pretty competitive league from what she says, and then Harrow on uh, 
on the internets. So let's be realistic. You're using midget major as like a farm like system for your yeah, answer. To be honest, but... man, it's not. I mean, no? we've always maintained uh, anytime we've been in minor hockey that like I've, I've never been one to be shy about the fact that I do things. I have personal gain for sure. And yeah. coaching that team is a personal benefit for sure. It helps the admirals, right? Because they're right about that freaking age, right? Because those kids are, first of all, the 04s are the younger of the two years. This, this is their underage year. Yeah. So like one 04, we thought we could take one 2004 born player with the admirals. So that's it. And then the others are 03s who are now going into their first year of junior where they don't have to be, you know, they can be selected. We could take a whole team of, yeah. of that age group if we wanted. So, so yeah, and, and then with Tree at the juvenile program, we've got a nice setup for sure. Oh, yeah. with, so you, with you guys can groom your own players. Right. Yeah, I mean, cool. Paul, our head That's coach of the Admirals, is, yeah. uh, I, I started coaching in minor hockey with Paul. He was our head coach in minor hockey. And then... Uh, we moved up, and then the Admirals presented itself, and Paul and I went together there. So I mean, I, I know how he operates, how he thinks. So it's a, it's a pretty easy transition, and especially when it comes to APs, for them to hey, like, I don't as long as I don't have a practice or a game, yeah, just call a kid. You don't you don't need my permission. You have it. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. it's just easy on a lot of levels for us, for sure. Did you did you play any high school hockey? I did. Grade nine and grade ten. Uh, Mike Smith, like there's another kid coach too, he's out in Bell River now. Uh, at the high school there. But yeah, I played we uh we went to offset my grade nine year and lost like the finish fourth. That was uh that was a good time. <laughs> I liked high school hockey a lot. Because yeah, I, I mean you're playing with five 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 year guys five years older, it's just like juniors. Right. I like, got two years of experience before I even went to juniors yeah. and playing against guys that old, so that and just watching movies and you're seeing all the cool kids in the grade nine. Oh man, Danny, I was Danny. But you guys had a great team though. Yeah, there's some solid guys. Like, that. well, I mean, Jordy Long is the guy he coaches in minor hockey now with us as well. And uh, like my grade nine year, he was on the team in grade thirteen, and the next year, my grade ten year, he was coaching. Yeah. Like that's how good some of our guys were. Like they, he went right from off the bench, or sorry, on the bench to coaching next year. That was, that was kind He's of got cool. a lot of hands in coaching, doesn't he, Jordy? Oh, Jordy's everywhere. He's a busy guy. Yeah. yeah. He's, I mean, same as what? Baseball. Yeah. Everywhere. He's, he's, yeah everywhere. And like, I mean, my nephew, uh, uh, my girlfriend, our nephew Ben was on the team as a goalie, and like seeing firsthand what that guy did for the kids, like they were. A below average team in Blue Water, I would say. He would tell you that, but like he puts them in tournaments in the states where they can go and compete. These kids like wanted to win, and that's yeah. half the battle with yeah. a you know shitty team. And they weren't shitty; they they just they were young and they were double age group team. And there's one of the teams in that age group that just built would go. This team, an A hockey team in Riverside, would go and win AAA tournaments. Like that's how good some of these guys tomorrow was. But the way Joy like the stuff him and his wife did at the end of the year, like they had a zoom meeting for the end of the year made gift baskets drove around all the kids house like that's above and beyond as yeah. a, i mean he's a parent coach but like that's a thing like if even if his kids more than good enough to be on the team but even if his kid was bubble kid and that's the shit he's doing extra like yeah. you're allowed to there's some things you should be able to you know you put yeah. in an effort like that you're, you're okay it's a thankless job right? a little yeah, for coaching, but putting that effort in there's a lot of people that do appreciate it. All those good ones. And, like, you know what? I mean, we don't, from a board perspective, we don't 
generally, if you if you did an above average job as a coach, we don't hear a lot of like people aren't going out of their way to fill out the coach survey or coach um, uh, review or whatever online at the end of the year for positives. Right. right? Negatives you get for sure. But Jordy, like parents, went out of their way to, oh, to wow. submit those positive ones because that's how that's awesome. how much he did. Right? That's a great so, coach. Yeah, he's close. Yeah, man. He, it's, he it. uh, he's certainly and like he's. Both his boys are young, so like we got him locked down, and and AMHA like from looking at it from a board perspective, like to have that guy locked down for well, like going to be there for years, yeah, right? For like, sure. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Just a lot more security on uh, on you know just my peace of mind for the future of it. If I do ever leave the board one day, we you know there's guys like him sticking around. So actually, I'm running the youngest, my other nephews signing up for hockey this year. They play hockey. And uh, so I'm running the preschool division, like the four-year-olds. Oh, I'm running that division as well. And I think Jordy's youngest son is might yeah. be in that as well. Yeah. So uh, I might be on the ice with him as well. So, well I'm looking good. back here, 04, 05, you played for Aurora. You had like not, not even 40 games, 117 minutes. What a kind of player. Yeah, man. I, uh, Quite much there, what? I, I, you know what? I did get into a few there. Um, it's funny. I was so I was I started a year at the company, and uh, we started on a pretty bad skid. Just sounds like we should have had a better start, but we haven't had a rough start. Maybe we'll start like oh five. So we're in the in a game, and our guy, one of the team coaches, kid was on the team too, um, and like he got jumped. So I got the you know. That low on no line. words, just I got yeah. the look. You know, all right. So I lined up next to the kid, and I got a feeling he was gonna turtle. So I, I dropped one glove, and the kid turtled. And like that, I got a unsportsmanlike like conduct misconduct penalty, which is, I mean, sometimes you get it, sometimes you don't. But I got it. Oh, and then we ended up getting another guy got a penalty, and they scored, and we lost when we were already up. So like it just pushed this dreadful start. So I got, uh, I was an assistant captain too. I got booted off the team. For that? That night. Uh, in the room, like, pack your shit up, go home. All right. So, uh, and I, I, this was, this, so I would have been done grade 13. So I was kind of like, just going to get a job, take a year off, work, you know, before I had two years of eligibility left in junior. My parents, you know, they knew I wanted to go back to school. So they said, ah, take, make some money, work, whatever. So I was just going to work and play the company. And uh, so they sent me home. And then it was, I think that was a Sunday or a Saturday or something. And the next day, uh, Rob Sitch, I used to carpool with all the time. He, uh, hey man, your ship's all packed up. Your stall name bars down. You're shipped in the garbage bag. Like, all right. And actually, George was still coaching. And uh, I'm like, oh my George, what's going on here, man? Like, doing what you guys want me to do and and he uh he just said you know it was kind of above him um as far as the decision and that they were going to meet me and george and general manager and my dad on wednesday so this was on monday well while this was happening uh my buddy jared augusta and jesse carter were up in aurora so i'm you know i'm scrambling like i don't know what i'm gonna do i mean i'm sure i would have flashed on somewhere but i had nothing concrete so sent those guys a message uh this and then on a Tuesday, I remember I started the job at Centerline, and I was like, I was literally doing the nuts and bolts sorting, like, hey, move these in this pile, like yeah. just yeah. the straight pitch work, right? And uh, I was getting calls, and they're like, this guy, this Jerome Dupont, wants to sign you. 
wants to sign. Like he wants me to go up there and skate because the guy's never seen me play. He's like, no, he wants to sign. It. So I'm okay. So I went to the meeting with Tecumseh knowing that and uh, basically just said, uh, they're like, okay, we're going to take your AA away and, uh, and we'll have you back on the team after you sit out one more game or something. I just remember the A going away. And I'm like, actually, I brought my equipment. Can you guys just release me? I'm going to go up and play in Aurora. And so then there was a release fee and they put, oh, yeah. So the next day I was packed up and headed to Aurora, put me in a hotel. And I remember I hopped on the ice for like a pregame skate and, and someone told me, I was like, holy shit, the guy can actually skate. Like they told, I think my boys just kind of said, hey, like this guy can beat some people up if you want. So, uh, so yeah, I was signed sight unseen and then uh, actually still played a pretty reasonable role, all things considered, through that season. I cut, didn't get cut, didn't get traded, so that was a win. <laughs> well, back back to that that story. Your coach gives you a nod. The assistant and then coach, does it? Yeah. Okay, not so, bad coach, but and without and then nobody I, had I don't, your back on that. I don't want to sue her anybody because uh, I mean I don't want to sue her anybody, but <laughs> there was a general manager back in the day that sometimes just did his own thing and would get some things, you know, do. Maybe what well, wasn't a popular decision, but he, he believed in it and he did what he thought was best. And um, I don't know that George necessarily had the pull, short of you know throwing himself on the on the on the on the under the bus too, which I, I, I wouldn't have ever expected him to do. So um, I mean, I, I just don't think I think they they probably didn't think that I would be able to go anywhere else. Right. Certainly not where I ended up. So I think they kind of you know I understand where they're coming from. I've done it. You know I've, I've not done that, but I've looked, I've seen similar things, approaches taken through the years to motivate a team. So, you know, we're in an 0 5, 0 6 skid when we almost beat, took the league champs out last year and in seven games. And so we had high expectations this year. And uh, so I, I would have ended up back there, but I mean, and I think they just, they wanted to send a message. They knew that I was also probably strong enough you know, emotionally and, and mentally to, to handle it. Right. Um, like I could take a beating pretty well. So, you know, knowing that, I think they probably just, he made a decision to motivate the team and didn't expect me to do what I did or have the opportunity. Right. I think that's Back what it boils down to yeah. a little bit. I mean, they, they ended up having an okay year and, and, uh, and, and you know, I mean, down the road, they, you know, five or so years later, they ended up winning, uh, winning the Southern Cup. So that program was just fine. I mean, now they're in LaSalle, and LaSalle's built a pretty nice program for themselves. Yeah, they are. How old were you when you started, like, to fight? Like, because you... First fight was When at, you were uh, like, holy shit, I'm pretty good at this. Like, wow. <laughs> well, the first fight I had was in minor hockey, where, like, and I had a cast on one hand, and the only thing I remember is, like, my helmet was off, and I remember getting wheeled off the ice, and then, the hand, like, I got caught hard. My head hit the ice. That was oh. minor hockey. But then uh, I got my like first real fight at uh, it was Kingsville's main camp. Um, I was going like I that was a real weird year too because like Kingsville had actually had five underage cards signed going into main camp, so like they were full. But they kept pushing me to just say, hey, just go. Not everything's in concrete. Just just stay. You know, no. I mean, Lake Essex, no chance. Lakeshore, or so I thought. River at the time. Like, I, I was getting a, uh, you know, maybe yeah. if you come, because the main camps are right around the same time, so you got to make that decision. Yeah. So I rolled the dice and went, and, you know, they said, hey, this is what you got to do, and, you know, if you can show, you can scrap. I'm like, all right. So never done it before, and I'm talking to my dad on the drive there. I'm like, 
fuck did I do here? Man? Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I've never, I'll never forget this advice. And it actually is so, when you look at what fighting actually is in the game, or at least the way I looked at it, just throw more punches than the other guy. That's what I told And like when you look at what fighting is, not to go too much on a tangent, but fighting is just that. And it's, it's, it's all optics. Just don't get your ass kicked. And even still, even if I get my ass kicked, the boys are fired up. I've oh, done right. my job. The yeah. bench is fired up. So, and uh, conversely, if I dummy someone, that's a win too, right? Like, it's right. a win-win to, to fight. Right. If you're going about it, and, you know, even some of the fights I've had and, and I, I beat some guys up, I throw pillows. I'm barely tagging these guys, but I'm throwing more punches. Yeah. And it looks, from that bench, like I just crushed this guy. Right. And then you go off with a fist pump and now <laughs> the boys are all fired up, right? <laughs> so, so, yeah, that was my first fight. But to be honest, when I actually embraced fighting was halfway through that year when our head coach got, uh, got canned. And Butch Ott took over, and he's like, you want to make the OHL? You better get your penalty minutes up. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, you just, then you start going. And I remember as a 16-year-old, like, I was I was regarded as a pretty tough guy in the league. Like, you got, like, Matt Rideout and Adam Spinarski guy. Or, no, that was, that was Rideout was C. Uh, and Jared Alvey was on my team. But then you go to B, and you got, like, Adam Spinarski up there. Like, there was all, always some tough guys that, like, even I knew. Mm, I'm gonna stay away from that. Yeah. But yeah, so that was my first fight and then after that I mean, didn't really didn't really have to do too much. I mean my first year of tier two I scrapped a lot, my first year of B I scrapped a lot, my first year of C I scrapped a lot. My second year of all those I didn't really have to do yeah. too much, right? Did you find it gave you more room on the ice? Well, I mean, it didn't really help me too much on it. I mean I was a de- I was a defenseman through junior, which like you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty, but when I went to university, I played forward, and uh, if I had started playing forward instead of D, I think uh, I think that would have changed things a lot for me. And, and as far as that space that you talk of, yeah. But I mean, even as a defenseman, you know, I'm going into a corner with a guy, and even if I'm leading the way, like I'm not getting run from behind because they know I'm liable to just right. snap. Like I was, like Anthony alluded to earlier, right. I wasn't always the calmest guy yeah. on the ice. Where did so, you cross? Oh, yeah, so I just, you know, you just fucking lose it. Yeah. And uh, you do that a couple times and, like, generally show just reckless abandon and disregard for human life and just just go at somebody. <laughs> you don't really have to do that more than once or twice. And then guys go, oh, okay, I'm just going to play the puck on this guy a little bit. But, yeah, no, it was... Uh, do you have anything more about his uh, junior days, or yeah, I I, I wanted to know like when when did you become a D man? All the all the way, all the, uh, minor hockey up. I like made every every team I made, uh, with the exception of university. I made it with I played some four games in Aurora. Um, actually one game we played where I got a hat trick and uh, and two assists. My parents were there, and they used to. Uh, actually broadcast those games in Aurora, like on the local uh, cable channel or whatever. Right. And they, they'd interview, and I actually had the VHS and watched the interview, like, just how douchey I was as a 19 year like, oh, you know, it's team effort, and, like, all the shit yeah, that you yeah. hear, like, yeah. Sidney Crosby say, but, like, Sidney Crosby getting paid hundreds of millions of dollars to be a role model, and here I am, 19-year-old borderline alcoholic, just trying to play the part. <laughs> like, I'm so but like that was true. My parents, my parents were in the house, and, uh, and I got to give, give them the puck, and that was, that was all, that was kind of cool, but, um, yeah, I played D forever. I mean, 
right? And now as a as a uh, beer league uh, below average player, I mean, I pretty much have to play. I can't really keep up with uh, kids in my league anymore if I don't. You got anything else about playing days? I do. Did you did you uh, ever get any calls for like the O? Yeah, actually, I went. So after that, Butch was great from a, from a, like a promoting and scouting standpoint. Um, like he he really pushed the young guys forward. Unfortunately, when I got him, I was a young guy. The older guys didn't really like it because you know although he did get that was the first batch of guys that year. Like five guys went to uh, Davenport, and that started their like. Ever since then, there's been a guy like Jared Mayhew. Was yeah. a guy who went to Davenport. Carter went to Davenport. Yeah. But that first group was, pardon me, all the guys that kind of started that. And Butchie kind of set, kind of opened the door to that. And so yeah, I went to uh, I was a walk on to Sarnia with uh, Paul Borneo. We went up there together, and then uh, I had it in my head that I was going to try and go to school somewhere, and I, I didn't want to be a fourth line scrapper, which. Ironically, I, I like at that point, like I was going there to be a defenseman and play, and that's what I, I was never really told to go there and scrap. If I went down there and just tried to beat people up, I'm not sure what would happen. Um, I chose to leave after like three days, um, for two days or something, I can't remember. And uh, some guys told me I shouldn't go, and even what, what they're saying, I saw myself as a fifth line guy working like scratch every day. And, you know, it's just that's a that's a lifestyle, but my so, house like career. <laughs> <help us scratch>. Yeah. <laughs> so Bort stayed and uh he ended up he, he stayed in the O for two years and then uh and then yeah, I just I went back and went to Kingsville for another year. I was supposed to go to Tecumseh, but I was told by that same general manager from her later or the previous story, uh show up to main camp with two left feet and you probably still make our team. I don't even know if I got an invite from the camp. Uh, uh, yeah, I, know, I definitely didn't make the team. I know that. But, holy cross. Yeah. Rob, mm-hmm. what do you got? I know you're over there looking. <laughs> what kind of like off ice training did you do, like, to, you know, stay in shape for these all these years that you yeah. you end up playing? Uh, so. The, the summer uh, leading up to like the OHL camps and after my first year junior, uh, myself, a couple guys from Amherstburg, uh, Jarek Augusta, uh, we actually, my high school football coach, and he coached at the uh, university as well, Jim McDougall, he, uh, he trained us for summer. He, um, we were in the gym three days a week, off ice two days a week, and I think we did eight, eight weeks. I think we started that in like the middle of June. We kind of went to like the middle of August, left ourselves, you know, a week or so of kind of just nothing and just, you know, maintenance kind of cool off and, and go. So that was, that was big. Once I had him for a summer, then, you know, it's, if you have motivation, a good partner and, and, and just a little bit of knowledge, you should be able to, you should be just fine. And like what I learned from him the one summer was able to, I was able to propel myself through with that knowledge. And then, I mean, you get a program, you know what it is, you just execute it. So discipline thing right? yeah my brother uh he was coached by jimmy mack football i played football with jimmy yeah and uh i remember he, he hated me coming to the game because <laughs> i'd always say you want to win put sawyer in <laughs> <laughs> they played their final game at uh winter stadium and uh his assistant coach says well kenny's graduating we don't have to hear the oldest Sawyer anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, no, I'm good guys. Though. Yeah, good guys. Jimmy Mack was a beauty. He was another like big influence on me as far as uh, 
like how to coach and how to go about it. You know, just just to, he, the one thing he told me I'll never forget. And it was funny as this guy's telling me this, I'm looking at him like as I'm like falling off every word he's saying. And he's like, if you get a kid to believe that you believe in them, they'll run through a brick wall for you. And I'm like, you motherfucker, like without you've been playing me this whole time because yeah. I I knew he believed in me and I'd do whatever he wants. Right. Right. So you know he had a lot of kids that did that. Right. I don't know a lot of guys that, that didn't really like him. It's no. the guys who did just probably weren't really that they into athletics good. or into they team sports. Like they it should have just been golfers or tennis players yeah. at that point. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so your team is the old Kingsville team, correct? correct. Yeah. Okay, so how did that come about? Like them moving from there to there. So they actually there was one year um, in Amherstburg that we had no involvement with. So the team has been in town, I believe, for seven years. Going on seven. It's crazy, man. It's been that long already. Yeah, because yeah, this is my sixth year, right? Yeah, so that was like back in the older region. Like I, tried, I, tried, I tried out for them. My uncle played. I tried out like, for him. We actually Guy got. Guy was the coach. Yes, he was. Yeah, we. Yeah, he pulled his eye out, sat it right next to me <laughs> in the dressing room one day, and I was. <laughs> we actually got someone gave us just to put in our room for a little bit one of the one of the their jerseys from back in the day oh cool i think i don't know it was billy atkinson i know billy played for them back yeah. in the day and I, I know billy we played when the kings were contact league billy was the guy we played on billy's team so i'm not sure how we came about that jersey or if, i don't know if foxy still has it you know but uh, that was kind of cool yeah that should just when they when they in the room. when they moved yeah. i kind of was hoping they'd go back like i thought that'd be a good like go back to the vikings but so did they go did they go to Kingsville? No. So oh. that 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 um, I believe that just folded. But to be honest, I don't even know how the league was governed back then or how any of that worked. Um, but I know what happened as far as Kingsville coming to Amherstburg is they they were they were struggling. Saturday nights for some reason like it wasn't bad when I was there, but Saturday nights a tough night to have home games. It's like even speaking nowadays, Saturday nights a real tough night to right. have home games. So that was the Kingsville night, and I think just over the years it just kind of decreased and decreased. And and they were community owned, so the community or the, the town just forked no money. So I know the original owners uh, bought it from the board for pennies and on the dollar, basically. Well, and it's then, a tough arena for the kids to get to as well, right? For it's sure. kind of on the outskirts of town, you for know. Sure. You're not really near necessarily a lot. I mean. We're close to Windsor and Amherstburg. Yeah. Uh, LaSalle, big minor hockey base, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, Leamington's minor hockey base is, is there in A Senate. Right. Right. So, I mean, if you're judging your, your uh, you know, where you are geographically by anything, I would look at what centers are around you. Mm-hmm. And the only difference between A and AA hockey and minor is strictly population and registration numbers. There's no right. skill difference or anything like that. So, so yeah, no, they, um, Kingsville, they, they were struggling. They weren't getting what they needed from the town um, and then worked out the deal with Amherstburg um, and then moved it. So there was two guys. Well, one guy started it and another guy got in. Um, Gasper, Spada, and Joe Donato. And so they had it in town for a year when uh, Primack, Greg Primack was uh, head coach and GM. And then uh, that very next year, they uh, we started talking to them and uh, they hired me as the. They first tried to hire me as a coach, and I kind of laughed. And like, I'd probably be better at being a general manager, which is kind of funny to say, like, with no experience other than like, 
fucking NHL 18 season mode as the general manager. Hey, right? as, long, hey, as long as you're winning cups. But yeah, <laughs> but I mean, I knew I got I had a pretty good idea of what what was involved in the role, and uh, and you know, this list of players and stuff like that. So, so I suggested that, and then I said, hey, but I got this guy, and uh, and then that's that's Paul and I got uh, got hired on, and then then we brought Foxy on board as an assistant, Mike Saligny, and then throughout mm-hmm. that year. Yes, uh, we throughout that year we just kind of had some conversations, and it turned into Foxy and I buying those two guys out, and then two years later, Gasper spot a spot back in. So there's actually we have three partners uh, now. Foxy and I had it for two or three years, two years on our own. Um, I mean, I'd say on our own, but Gasper was still having his life. I've really never stopped being whether he was known or not. He always managed their books and helped. You know, he's just he's a good business guy, right? He's a real smart guy. And he's uh, has been a huge asset for us in the last. Uh, I mean, and, and a really good buddy. And not to mention now Paul's father-in-law. Just to make our whole story that much more interesting, Paul, our head coach, married his uh, his daughter. Oh, cool. They started dating with her brother on the team. That year, so it was a wild first year in the junior hockey, <laughs> but everyone was cool. I mean, usually it's the players guy. you keep away from your daughter, not <laughs> yeah. the coach away well, from uh, your sister. You, <laughs> if you follow junior hockey at all in the last five or seven years or eight to nine years, maybe uh, you would know Steven's father's name. Like that, he might be one of the toughest kids I've ever seen play the game. He's uh, he was he was a tough kid. So then I'm mean, boards boards got knocked out by like who the others. Like Jamie Ben or someone like a tough guy in the NHL dropped Bortz in the O. Like it was oh, funny. Wow. Bortz always had a story, like a, a joke. Like if he, he was 0 and 10 in his fighting career, and like I think like um, yeah, like Matt Richards or someone like even someone beat him up. But uh, oh, it was Ben Eager. Oh, Ben Eager. Yeah. Ben Eager got 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 Bortz, and uh, so one time we were on the bench, and he yelled, he, he, "Yeah, he's got." A, Booming yell when he wants to. Overall, quiet guy. He's like, I'm not afraid to go 0 and 11, buddy. And like, nobody other than me is dying. I'm, la- I'm laughing. I'm like, no this coach has no him. idea what you're talking about. Yeah, that was good. So it was fun. Bortz shitting bricks. One of his players is going to beat him up. But Steven handled that like a, like an absolute professional. And, uh, that, was, that, was, that was awesome. It worked out, uh, worked out great. Daughter just turned six months old today. Awesome. So yeah, it's, it's uh, I, I mean, I haven't seen Gasper smile this much in the last six years. He's known the guy now. He's got two grandkids, and uh, he's he's embracing the no-no role. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> is is it tough having three owners? No, to be honest, it's uh, I, I I like it better than two, just because I mean, if Foxy and I were both pretty stubborn personalities, so if we ever at a an impasse, it's not really resolved. Right. The resolve is that there is no resolve, and yeah. that doesn't really sit well with me. And we've maintained a great friendship for a lot of years, and got you know, some just battles over some things. <laughs> yeah. um, so I mean, having three is is good because you're getting resolve on everything. Um, our, our ownership shares are equal, so can't you know? No one's abstaining no one from votes. Like yeah. you know, we you know it, it always and generally for us like it's. We try and work it out to where it's always unanimous because that's just if you got one guy on the outs, it, it's just not. I mean, it's it's inevitable. And I've been on the outs. We've all had our turn to be on the outs, and it's just you know we're we're adults and we're friends, and that's kind of the most important thing. 
everything else is just secondary. You know, I don't want to ruin those, uh, those relationships. So how many guys out of uh, Amherstburg do you have on the team? It's a good question. I know at one point, and we pride ourselves on it because, again, coming from minor hockey, playing and coaching, you know, if we're doing our job at the minor hockey level, then we should, you know, we're the pillar of the land with the kids. And it's not to say that we definitely need help throughout the county for sure, but uh, at one point we were we were over half our team, so 13 or 14. Um, last season, I think we're probably still upwards of 10, 9 to 10. Oh, yeah. Uh, in my, this year, I mean, uh, to be completely honest with you, it's been a little bit of a whirlwind the last four months. And, um, staffing and personnel I, I is not kind of my cup of tea right now on the ownership side of things so uh i'm close with our general manager so i speak with him a lot but i mean as far as recruiting and stuff like that i no, i mean what do we how do you recruit I mean, no one's on the ice or you go to, right yeah. unless you go to central ice park and watch eight kids at a time in a private camp and you know you don't know where these kids are so um i i know that we have uh at least five or six Anderson kids eligible to come back. I think that's good so, to hear because that that brings more community people out. So, I mean, if we're talking about hockey as a business, if I have a team of fourteen Anderson kids, and their families live in town, I'm getting grandma and grandpa, you know, I'm absolutely. getting uncle and aunt, I'm yeah. getting cousins, I'm getting friends. Right. Which that's you know, unfortunately, that's the structure of our business is we're a private owned, privately owned team, so. You know, we between the three of us and ticket sales and sponsorship, like that's why that you know it's important to us that um, that we do have a local team because it, it's more beneficial for us. But again, that's some of our better, some of the out of town kids, like we've got some great families that that go out of their way to support us. We, you know, for the last few years we've done, uh, we, you know, we offer if we take care of a meal on the bus, we give a season ticket or whatever. We've had families who say, "Oh, I'll do three meals but I, I only need two season tickets can i have a hoodie or i don't even need any like it's just the family the support that we've had <laughs> i mean they're they're uh we've been, taking care we've of been team, so right? lucky right yeah but even the, it's even the parents outside of outside of Amherstburg, and you you see it too like we you know shooters there's no shameless plugs but uh, they, they've been a great place for us to go as a group i mean matt kelly shout out yeah i love matt, that and matt, even too, yeah. even even, uh, well. even tim like even when tim owned yep. tim yeah i worked there when i was 19 like that, was, that guy is always that tim and and now matt have always been great like for anything many beers in that bar oh yeah. I mean, they're just great <laughs> guys too right like you got no problem going and spending your, your money no problem because you're getting good service you're yeah. getting good food and you're but, supporting them as well, being good people too, right? right and and they so they they throw out stuff the team is like and, and the thing about this industry too is you got to be creative with some of these sponsors and that like you know you take in, in uh in kind traits and say hey okay I'm, instead of money could you Feed, you know my the, my players after a game right so when we do our off night games right if we're playing Blenheim Blenheim has been in the league longer they have had Sunday nights longer so when it comes to us in Blenheim they uh, they get Sundays right. so we have to play off now they're good they've, they've been great for years they always end up with at least one mm -hmm. and we do the same you know if we have the odd game because it's three two three two uh, every other year um, we try and make sure that everyone's good when it comes to that so uh, so when we play the off nights, we go to shooters with the team, and and you knew that we were getting support from everyone, even outside, because the shooters were busy because of us, because all like the parents from out of town that would come, and then you see, you know, a lot. Hockey is such a small community, like 
we're, we're rattling off names here. And yep. like, I didn't play hockey on a team with any one of you guys, but the circle of people we know from the game is very consistent, yeah, right? Absolutely. So you, you see like a parent from Tecumseh sitting with a parent from Amherstburg because their kids played AAA or, yep. or you know, they played baseball or soccer. You know, yeah. like it's just the, the sporting web. And so that the, the, the even the out of town families we've gotten been, uh, and I, out by out of town, I mean like specifically out of Amherstburg mm -hmm. have been have been great. Yeah, we had an American on our team last year. His parents came from Ohio every 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 game. Wow. Yeah, like they've been. That's a long trip. Yeah. Well, I think they were. I think it was like Toledo. Yeah. So, I mean, but still, you're you're not. Uh, it's not a short trip. No, it's not Essex to Amherstburg. No. Yeah. Well, actually, the kid started over in Essex, and then he ended up getting them, um, and then. And then yeah, so he'll be he'll be back with us next year. I mean, fingers crossed. Right. I mean, all the shit the border, down. right? Yeah. yeah. But I mean, if he, I mean, I'm sure at some point we could get him across because when he comes across, he's staying, right? Like he's not. He going here. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. just have to do his quarantine and shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. I probably do the 14 days. Yeah. When are you looking to open training camp? Say everything goes as planned. When 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 do you see training camp opening? Uh, well, see, I'm a pessimist when it comes to, to all this too. Um, it just in that, like, I, I have a very bleak outlook as to what I see happening because just the way that it's set up, and by it I mean decision making. Right off the hop, you saw our federal government as well as our federal governing body, being Hockey Canada, essentially pass the buck. Right, everyone just went. Prime Minister said, we'll leave it to the provinces. Hockey Canada mimic that and said, we'll leave it to our member partners, which is essentially the provincial, uh, so for us, it'd be the Ontario Hockey Federation, and then OHA only, we all fall under that. Right. So then the, the OHF is sitting there. They just last week sent a letter, or two weeks ago, sent a letter to, uh, to Doug Ford and, and I think Sports Minister or someone, I'm not sure who it was, but two people in the uh, provincial government, Doug Ford being one of them. Basically, just saying. I mean, I'll paraphrase because they didn't say what the fuck, what the fuck. No one's really giving any direction. And and again, so my belief is the system is set up that Doug Ford has to make a call, and that's what we're waiting for. And I kind of like look at everything that's going on. Like, well, you want to make that call right now? Right. Like, well, we just got denied the stage three right, right? today. And, I think I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, what I heard. Today was when we were. Both yeah, they, 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 they said, said no. Yeah. Well, then you then you no. hear then in the same breath, then they they talk about opening schools. And yeah, like, yeah. I, I and, and they just okayed that for basically September. like full time. But, no, I was see. I thought I thought it was a rotational too. Just I some didn't degree. hear. I didn't Five hear the days whole a week, thing. man. Back to full time. Wow. Any student from grade four to senior in high school, they all have to wear a mask. Grade four and up. So they'll all be riding the buses together. See, I thought I heard something too. I just caught the tail, and my girlfriend was listening to it while I was uh, in on one of my coffee fellows from work, aka my garage. And uh, <laughs> I, I caught, I heard something about rotational, like three on or something, or 15, 15. And I'm just thinking, like, you, you have kids that run. Yes. You have kids. Yeah. Like, how how are you supposed to manage your life if your yeah. kids are? Well, my boy's Good old one enough to oh, go to school and stuff. Like he's he's uh, thirteen. Okay, so, so he can get his ass out of bed and, and, drag and him even out of if, if he was online learning, like if if you had to leave him, you could leave him unattended. Absolutely. So you're 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 yeah, young. Now there's yeah, mine. Yeah. Mine are only so, three and like well, seven years old. You so think about what, that. and yeah. your wife's and got one in the oven, right? Yes. When she do October. 
So she's going to be off work. She's going to be off next. for a year. So honestly, so it's, it, you, it's kind of perfect timing. It, it works out. You, you could do on. I mean, you could do online learning yeah. if your wife wants yeah. to <laughs> exactly. pretty much do it, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I just still circling back, like I, even. I mean, I, the conference calls I've been on for um, junior hockey, like. I cannot operate without at least 75% of capacity of my building. If I don't have the ability to put 75% of the building in, or sorry, of the, of the capacity in, I'm not comfortable operating. Meaning your minor hockey, I mean, your skating. Junior hockey. Junior hockey. Right. And I'm in, in the fans stands. in the stands. Okay. Now, minor hockey, I don't know where that's going to go. We just had our, our EGM uh, last weekend for, for Amherstburg minor hockey. And... Uh, I mean, we spent an hour after the meeting was actually technically adjourned and just kind of had some ideas and some things. And, you know, we're in talks with the town about ice. And, and, but I mean, I, I'll put it this way. And I mean, a lot of it's probably just because people don't know what's going on. And I don't read too deep into numbers. But this year, we're at 192 or something players registered. And last year at this time, we're 350 or something. Right. Like it's 150 or something kids. Yeah difference now a lot of that's there's no triple a tryouts there's no nr like double a tryouts and those kids were forced to register whereas now and you know there's they know there's no late fee so i don't see that 150 as like a you know get the panic alarm right but it's telling it's certainly telling and, and my curiosity is how many of that 150 right now is actually like no we're not playing hockey this year and i think that's a sad reality that that's going to be because I think that some families were probably looking for a way out because unfortunately this game is just skyrocketing in price. And, and I mean, the, I, I, there's a, I'm kind of an Amherstburg council to even, I, I watch our meetings live and, and follow it a lot. And, and there's a report coming back to them basically that says our registration or our, our user fees are like the lowest on average. And, and, and it's not necessarily ice because I know we're in the middle of the pack, but. 200 bucks an hour for ice right now and it's going to go up and anytime it goes up that is reflected in like in a user base like yeah. amha that's reflected yeah. directly in what you're putting out yeah. as a parent and like some of these parents that you know are already busting their ass to pay for their kids to play hockey now they kind of got an easy out to just take a year off maybe find a, an additional interest right because if you're if you got a you know if you got a kid in adam house I remember myself and Adam, like, if I didn't go, I didn't care. Right. My dad kind of, you know, I'm not, they never forced me to do anything, but there's a difference between forcing and a, and a yeah. strong encouragement sometimes, yeah. right? You're being a little bitch. No, yeah. I don't want to go. We told me I get, get in the car, right? Yeah. That ain't, that's I not forcing, for it. You're going. right? Yeah. You, you're, it's a November, you're tired and it's cold. You don't want to go. Yeah. So um, I just like, now they have, man, they, those, that kid didn't care about hockey. Now you got a year off. Maybe he's got a passion for basketball, or maybe he's got a passion for painting or piano, and and you can explore those options. So I, I'm worried. Up, I, I'm worried that I'm that. Worried. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, to each his own. I can tell you, I don't know how to paint, the and I certainly club. don't know how to play the piano. It's been a while since Bob I Ross chess, over here. What is it like? <laughs> I bet my no, I love just, Bob Ross, by the way. Like, I've come home and everything. You know, he's I've come home. Oh, if I, if I if I if I perm if I perm this out, oh yeah, I would freed me. Holy fuck! Yeah, I heard, I didn't. So I, I get I'm a, I'm a caveman. I get regular television and and, uh, and like I'll stream stuff. I saw. I'll be honest. I haven't watched any of the hockey yet, but I I heard 
my, my social media was cave. I mean, the screen that looked like a caveman. Did you see it? No, you oh, see I no, I didn't. Oh, Please. I was going to say, yeah, you're on our right. thing there. I threw up a uh, like photo of it a few weeks ago. I was laying in bed and I was just watching TV and this guy, I'm like, who the fuck is that? And then they're like, Elliot Friedman. I'm like, oh my God, look at him. Oh my! <laughs> that is impressive. I actually like. I'm. Uh, I'm proud of that effort. Like I, I mean, sent Rob that, that photo. I'm like, look at this well, fucking that, guy. It's that extra chin he's got. Right? <laughs> Holy crow! Though. That's impressive. That is impressive. Well, he's like a caveman. He, originally, we we were talking about it, and uh, he looked like uh, Tom Hanks from yeah. from uh, <laughs> Castaway. Cast yeah. yeah. When he first saw him, like, who is that? That's what I said. In, I had no idea. In, in yeah. the thing, in the post. I'm yeah. like, is that Elliot Freeman or I Tom Hanks no and Castle? <laughs> so I, yeah, I, I, I had had a pretty good beard going up until two weeks ago. And uh, I had a couple of adult beverages at, uh, at a private location. And, and uh, <laughs> someone said, hey, well, why don't you shave? let this guy shave your beard? He did his. I'm like, okay, I don't care. You guys think, like, this is a fashion statement. This is just sheer COVID laziness and a very accepting girlfriend. That's yeah. what this is. So you want to shave for me? Perfect, man. I, I don't. It's one thing I have to less to do. Right? And I mean, which right now my schedule is not very packed. I don't, I, I, I really have time to shave. That's why but, I figured uh, now was a good time to get you on. I knew you weren't doing a whole lot. No, right no. This, this is great. I'm, I'm having so a blast here. One thing, I was talking to one of your buddies and being jesse carter oh okay so uh, yeah so i just told him i was like hey i was like i got wes uh coming on the pod i said uh can you tell me anything <laughs> anything anything interesting about him so he, he did uh, not tell just so, i've been with him twice two or three times since i've, I've and he, the time he we've did been, not tell no, you because uh, we've been, my we've man, been jesse, scheduling this for a while boy, I, I was with him last night and he knew that i was coming today and i'm like i didn't think i told you i even questioned like why? Who told you? Like I, I got, I caught on. I'm pretty keen on yeah. some things. He's like, you already told me, and I'm like, yeah, I'm also man, forgetful. Jesse. So I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> maybe I, I had a couple beverages. Yeah, maybe I did. I might even tell you. Not a boy, Jesse. Not a boy. <laughs> so he said, he said one time you guys were due to golf somewhere. He said West fashionably shows up late, and uh, he said you had a little altercation with somebody on. <sighs> okay, so you know, I, and it spilled over here. into and it spilled over into oh, wow. a hockey game that night. Yes. Correct. So just can you it. fill us in? Okay, so like just so we put just so that we're clear on this, like this is within the last ten years. I'm 35, so like this is probably actually like I was 28, 29, maybe 30 years old. Like I was not young. I was past my uh, <laughs> my day of where you should be dropping your gloves. So. I was coming. I was not fashionably late. What Jesse's? He, he's being slightly facetious in that we. <laughs> I spoke with Jesse, and I can't remember who the other person was. Hey, what's facetious? Um, <laughs> he's just being. Uh, he's just being fucking. He's just made building the story up. That's perfect. I was late. <laughs> See, it's coming out now. I was oh, late, yeah. but I was going to be late, and Jesse knew that. Oh, okay. The member okay. of our our group, I didn't actually know I was golfing with this other guy. This other guy is still to this day a friend of mine. Uh, he he is maybe more hot headed and just like fly off the handle than me. Um, so he, he, I didn't even know I was golfing with him. I come up, I think Brian Bertram was the other guy. Birdie and Carter <laughs> yeah. just let some other groups go, and they're like, "Yeah, we'll wait, and we'll wait." It was like a mini league or something. Yeah. So I'm walking up to her, carting up to the night, their first team, fucking you know, Russian, whatever. And the guy just fucking, oh, couldn't fucking show up on time. 
welcome. I didn't even know I was golfing with you. They knew I was going to be late. Like, and just like that set my mood off. Like, right. I, I'm not a very good golfer, so I probably shanked my fucking first drive. And then just like he's just an Oliva guy, right? So I'm I'm fired up on. We golfed two hours, and then uh, what was it? Adam Hebert always rented the ice and uh, Vito. Love Adam. Adam yeah, yeah. Adam and Vito. Vito yeah. yeah, rest in peace, Vito. <laughs> yeah, those guys would always rent the ice. Every Adam would get it for like eight or ten weeks, and like yeah. it was just. I used to you, play with you guys. Yeah, you just you could just show up. It was yeah. beauty because especially when you're on the ice, right? Especially yeah. when you're Alice younger skate, and, and like skate too. during the summer home, you're looking for ice all the time. Yeah. Guys, that was the beauty of Adam skating, Vito. Like Vito. 50 years old wanted to play against junior players right. wanted me to take the hardest slap shot i could on him from the blue line because he just why not he was the rip puck that dino in. did not care that guy was a legend in that man he, yeah. that was the guy was an absolute beauty but uh so we get on the ice throwing these skates and uh and i'm better at hockey than this guy there's not it's not close right uh, so i i can i mean to be modest but i'm better than him to the point where, like, I went around him. I was a little boozy too, so we're cool. I had some better. <laughs> well, it's golf, right? And I'm, I'm, I think he was like, or he was trying to come at me, or I don't know if he was playing D or backwards skating, but like, I had enough speed where I knew, short of this guy falling down and like starfishing, yeah. I am getting around him. I got around him and was like, whoop, when I went by him, and he didn't like that because I think he swung. Well, then I, I don't know if I scored or got a shot off, whatever, but I would buy him. I end up laughing at him. He's coming at me just crossed him so then we kind of kind of go and like i'm tired and i'm like oh man so i just jersey him and someone breaks it up i'm tired and i've fought a lot by this point in my life <laughs> so i know some things as it pertains to fighting like don't fight at the end of the shift that's right. a bad idea yeah. sure. right to the band and like also you're 30 years old don't fight your friends yeah <laughs> i think i was 28 at the time because i was coaching with well, this guy that year yeah. we'll call it 30. yeah close <laughs> so i go back to the bench i'm sitting down Big deep breath. This guy's leaning, oh, okay. yelling across the bench and on the other bench, like leaning over, hasn't sat down. What? He's got 20 seconds of sitting and drinking. And I was always, I always had pretty good quick recovery. And I'm still to this point, I didn't have a plan to fight. He didn't have a plan. Then he just kept going. Fuck it. Hopped the boards, threw my helmet off, spun it, like, let's fucking go. Went to center ice. And he came out. Then we went. I went. He went down. <laughs> he would tell you this too, but I told him. I told him this a long time ago. The different, like, if he would have went at me the way that he did the first time, where like drop your gloves and go, yeah, that's a crapshoot for a guy like me who's fought a lot. That's a fifty-fifty. Yeah. That's fifty-fifty. Well, and you just there's some things I can do to get myself out of trouble, yeah, or end it. But there's no maneuver. Yeah, there's no maneuver or anything if you yeah. just come at me. Well, the next time I got his helmet off without having to do anything, Ooh. I got right. We took our helmet off. So now we're squared up. If I get into a squared up position with most guys, I'm, I like my chances. On rest, too. I like my chances <laughs> because I know I got some things I can do that he, as a guy, in him, like he played travel hockey, he played and scrap a ton, and yeah. without question didn't fight some of the guys I did. Was something caliber. Big like you? No. No, yeah. he, he's a smaller, smaller guy, stockier, but he was shorter than me. But like... I mean, it's shorter guys are, are sometimes even harder to get than like I like fighting taller guys because they're lankier and like I like being on the inside. I like being able to protect yeah. myself with my shoulders and being on the inside of a guy. Um, but yeah, I did my normal move. Like it's, I'll, I'll give you my secret. So we're squared up. I would always put my left arm out straight like I'm doing here. I saw like I think it was a McCarty 
McCarty was a lefty or Cobra. Right. One of those guys did it, like a 1993 VHS we're talking about. So I inverted and I had my, like, it was just a distraction. But inevitably, every time you line up your square, this hand, everyone just grabs, right? Right now, your protected chin and shoulder. Yeah. But, like, on my way to grabbing your shoulder, I pass your nose with my fist. Yeah. So just a little, and keeping in mind what I said earlier about throw more punches than the other guy, if I get a, a 1.5 second, a, you know, even a 0.5 second reaction where you blink, yeah. on the heels of that, and that is a right. And then once I get the first right, you're you're you, yeah, you're, you're woozy, pretty much. Yeah. You're, you're, it's not even the woozy. It's just you're on the defensive. You're not yes. thinking about throwing. So now I can throw and, keep and I'm looking. Yeah. I don't have to. I, by this point, I've dropped my shoulder. Yeah. I'm not protecting myself yeah. at all because I know that you're just on the defensive. Yeah. So that happened, and we joked about it for. I hope he doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, we joked about it. We, it, was, it was kind of shitty because we were actually coaching together when that happened, and um, it was weird for it was weird for yeah. a little bit. And uh, it was during the summer, right? So we had tryouts, and there was an event. Uh, I think like the Spitz did an exhibition game or something in Amherstburg, and we were helping run the bar um, as part of, like somehow someone on our team, Midget Foxy, was coaching head coach yeah. Midget Major, and I was helping, and we were running it. And this guy was coaching too, and he actually—he's a couple years older than me, so he—he kind of was the adult and just said like, "Hey man, come here," and gave me a hug, and like, you know, we were good. Right. And like, he—he he, he was—he's always been a classy guy. And like, this is also the guy that like, if I need anything manly done, because like, although I look like a real and live man, <laughs> like the most, like just a fool when it comes to like building something, fixing something, or <laughs> repairing something. I'm out. On all accounts. Everybody's I, got that I'm, I'm the guy that knows the guy, yeah, though. Tom. Yeah, I'm the guy that knows the guy. And this guy is one of the guys that I know for things like everything. Yeah. And he's, a, he's, a, he's an absolute beauty. That's funny that Carter. Yeah, that was, that uh, story. That was, well, he said some other stuff, but we'll have to. Maybe we'll, we'll do that, we'll do that after show. We'll, we'll have to do that off You know what's funny? We were talking last night uh, at the, the 19th hole. And uh, so we he played in, uh, in Leamington when I was in Tecumseh. And uh, so we, we were going to fight one time like we sat it up and was like, ah, let's go he wanted to go and he's like, sure man i'm like i'm gonna crush you he's like no and carter actually he's a, he's a little bit of a he's a little loopy too and mm-hmm. he throws really fast punches like you've seen a slap shot it's quick yeah he's he's just pictured that in fighting like he fought one time we were at a camp in ohio he threw his shoulder out because he was throwing like he's got so, he had a weak shoulder but he also like was yeah, throwing just, so fast and so hard that like he popped his shoulder out so we were gonna go one night in Leamington. I made the mistake of telling my dad, my dad so legit said, if you fucking fight him, he's never coming over here again. You guys are friends. That's stupid. Okay, I guess you're right. I mean, for as much as I bitched at my old man. Yeah, I, I guess as much as I bitched at my old man, uh, in hindsight, he had some pretty, pretty logical and sensical, sensical things to say over the years. So well, That was one thing I never liked doing was fighting my friends. No, and I'm glad they, they I'm glad friends no more. Well, and it's hard enough to play against a guy that's your best friend yeah. and, and not, you know, he's, he, I'm a forward, he's quick and crafty and I'm yeah. slow and heavy. So my only recourse is to hit him, to yeah. slow him down. Right. So it is, you know, we did, so one, one game we were, we were playing and we, t- we ended up like face to face after and I kind of just leaned forward and like headbutt him. And the ref like whistles come like, no, 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 he's my best friend. I was joking. I think it was like Ryan Hutchison or some oh, one of these yeah. refs that have been around yeah, for a hundred yeah. years that are like did all the games and knew you by name and yeah. especially a guy like me, like 
shut the fuck up you were uh, okay man I got it but like he was like the arm was uh, like it was like literally whistle arm up no 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 and I Carter was laughing but yeah I got real lucky there one of the other things too with Wes is Malden baseball oh god okay yeah so playing Malden baseball I won't say who it is we both know who it is you guys were at it during a game and I said I'm like da 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 I'm like I said to him they're gonna fight like they're gonna was this a league championship? Because I have two altercations in Walden. Where you'll know exactly which one I'm talking okay. about. So I tell the ref, I'm like, or the, sorry, the ump, I'm like, they're gonna fight. Like no matter what you say or what you try to do, they're gonna fight. And I said, he's like, well, and he and he says to me because I've been in the league for a while. He says to me, well, what do you think I should do? I said, let him go. <sighs> I said, let him go. He's like, what do you mean? I said, let him go. They're gonna go. Let him go. It's the middle of the diamond. There's guys around. It won't get too out of hand. Like if they're gonna go, now's the time. Let him go. And you, it's easy you, to you can kick both yeah, guys. Yeah, and you know exactly which one I'm talking about now. There I, wasn't was a, there two guys. There was at a the play uh, oh, second base. Oh yeah, no, this was the finals. This was yeah, the, this so, first game of the finals. Yeah. And sure as shit. Happened, man. There was a play. I was playing infield. I was greasy too. And Wes came in with a slide, I believe. He blocked the bag and baseball slide. He no, he blocked the bag. I charged him. Like he he blocked the bag and I said, "I'm dropped a shoulder." Yeah. I I basically said, "Like you can't do that in my head, so I'm going to go ahead and take you out." Sure shit. He charged me back. We rolled around. Sure shit. They fucking fought right in the middle of the diamond. Everybody just stood around him and let him go. And I told the ump, "Just let him go." And when they're when they fucking gas out. Just say, okay, boys, now you're gone. Oh, Have a nice day. The, uh, that was the last game of the finals. Yeah. And this guy on their team, like, I batted fourth, he batted fourth. This guy could mash a baseball. I'm talking, like, Malden, Diamond, no no fences on the main. Yeah, like, like the hitting, lighting, hitting, hitting in the open grade school. Yeah. Uh, we won't all... We'll let you know I'll off air. After, yeah. I'll tell you the, off air. He was that. great at like he did, yeah. him and I. I've, I've seen him like for years after that. Yeah. We laughed about it. Like, yeah, that's but that that's a good one. Thing about it was a good one. Even fighting in any sport and like kind of my mentality on it is like I'm not friends with everyone, but like if you and I, you know, we don't know each other well. If we scrap on the ice, we should be able to just have beers after. Right. No I, I was <laughs> two or three years ago. It was my actual last documented on ice fight. Sunday morning uh, league in Harrow. I was sparing. Oh, commissioners uh, league. Yes, I was sparing, and uh, <laughs> I I just kind of had the itch. Within the last couple weeks, I just like I wanted. I missed the like the, the dance, the fighting. Yeah. And uh, so there's like two minutes left in the game, and this guy kind of kind of greets this guy. He kind of greets, and I hack him. The next thing I know, he's dropping his gloves, and I drop mine. And he's trying to come in. And, oh, take your We took our helmets off. Oh boy, it's an ant. I went, I was actually nervous. This is why I know I think I'm probably good on fighting now because I didn't do my normal, what I just laid out. And I just threw a haymaker and missed and was oh, off balance. Man. So I, I ended up, uh, no, I didn't connect. He didn't connect with me, but then I, I, he ended up with his head down and I got two real, real, real mean uppercuts. So whatever, we, you know, we're done, kicked out, you know, Harrow Arena, yeah. walk into your yeah, room. Yeah. So See each I, other in the hallway. I knew exactly what I would do anytime this face was walked right. Hey man, that was a really good tell. That I was like, you know, sorry, I, I've been kind of had the itch to go. It's it's been a while. Thanks, man. That was a lot of fun. It's like, yeah, that, that was my first fight. I was just like, oh, oh man. here's a <laughs> beer. real bad for you. Like, <laughs> We're going to shoot it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, that's, that's awesome. awesome. <laughs> that's what it's all about, man. You got anything else for him, Robert? You good? Yeah. No. Um. What about um. 
I kind of read here. Um, like pr any prospects you guys are looking at uh, for this upcoming year? So I know um, without you know tipping my cap too much, I'll tell you uh, what I do know. But I know one kid that we've uh, we've liked is actually the bro his brother's on our team right now, um, Mitchell Demello. Uh, or sorry, Mitchell's on our team right now. His younger brother, um, he's an 03, and uh, I know he's someone that, that we've been looking at. But like, he, he, to be honest with you, like, if you look at where we are at and when everything kind of got shut down, like, we had a list of because like we, I kudos to our, our Greg Crane and, and Craig Russett, our general manager and, and uh, assistant GM. These guys, like, I mean. The one thing I, I, I would say with certainty that, you know, myself, Paul, and Matt, when we were kind of the ringleaders, we really lacked on getting out from the community, mm -hmm. developing, uh, or sorry, like uh, the hockey community and scouting, um, developing a scouting staff and really going after, pro like we just kind of went for the best kids we could get or who you hear, and we'd go at, you know, we know the triple, triple A coach, so hey, you know, so-and-so, what's this kid like, what, and just which is no, I'm not saying it's the wrong way because that's why you build these relationships so I can lean on a right. guy. Hey, you know, I trust you. You know, what's this guy like? What do you think he's going to do? Right. So, um, but Greg and Craig, like, he's watched more games. They, those two have watched more games in, in the last year than than I've watched in the last six years of coaching. And like, it's it's really impressive um, how they've gone about it and. And to be honest, the reason I can't answer that question so well either is because I, I don't have to worry about it. It's just that there's so much to do with operating a team that like, and I mean, it's been, this will be the sixth year I've owned it, seventh year I've been with the team. Uh, the, the, it's at the point where the, anything I can just throw off my list mm -hmm. is a bonus. So to not, I mean, I, I don't want to sound like I don't care because I do care, but to not have to necessarily care per se about What's going on? Is I get an update whenever I want it. I, oh, we're doing this, we're doing that. You know, they sign a kid. I'm getting an email about it. But who am I to question? Like, oh, you're signing Jim Smith from Windsor AAA. What's Jim all about? I, coming from a guy who's not watched the Windsor AAA game in right. years. What? Who am I to call out their work? I know they're doing the work, right? I talked to Greg Crane was on the minor hockey board with me for the last few years. But he's not. This is his first year not on anymore. So, I mean, I'm, I'm super close with him. I trust his, his judgment. And again, who am I to second guess? Right. You're, you know, if our, head coach, job if our head coach is on board and our general manager is on board and you're telling me it's just a signing, who am I to question? It? Right. Mm -hmm. Now, you want money, you want to trade. That's when I, you know, we have a say in that because unfortunately, there's, there's other factors other than what should, you know, oh, that's great. That's a good price. Do it. It's not that easy all the time. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, now, being the owner, is, is there a certain team that you want your general manager, like you talk to your general manager about that you want on the ice? Like, I want a fast team. I, I, I want a skilled oh, yeah. team. I want a, I want a tough whatever. team. Yeah. I want I want, a, I want all of those. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a good question. And, I mean, to be honest, no, um, I don't. Because it's not like who – I mean, I already have a hard enough time not micromanaging things. Yep. I'm the – I want to do it because then it's done my way, guy. Not to say you can't do it your way, but I just then it's, I'm confident in the way I do things. So it's, it's hard for me to to micro or to not micromanage. So I've really tried to look at it and go, well, I employ these guys, I trust them, and ultimately they're culpable because 
if Paul and Greg decide they want to go with, you know, a, a big, physical, strong team, and we get worked by because of speed and skill, well, they have to answer to that at the end of the year. Right. They have three people that are going to ask questions. And as much as we are a family and we're all close friends, you know, Paul, both Matt and I stood in Paul's wedding. Matt and I both own the team and employ Paul. And our other owner, our third partner, is his father-in-law. So our dynamic is, is super unique. But at the end of the day, we are all in it for the same reason. It's a business. We want to win. Right. But that's not to say, I'm, how do you want to win? And if you got, you know, my coach and GM want to win this way, and they believe that's our path to success, and, you know, this is how we're going to do it, who am I to, who am I to, to, to question that, right? They're probably more in conversation about it than they For sure. Then I, right? I'm getting right. the, I'm getting the, this is our plan right. after they planned it. And that's not to say they keep us in the dark. I could be involved in any amount I want. But, you know, as you guys saw, there's a lot of shit. I got some other interests that, you know, I like them. I'm really engaged in my town. So that, I don't, that's just one less thing that I have to worry about. You know, I, I show up for the games and I cheer like a fan now where, you know, back in the day I was pulling the, the, the Billy Bean hiding in the back room, not watching games just because I, I couldn't, I didn't want to, I was nervous and I was yeah. so invested that like, I didn't like watching. That, you said that was when you were the general manager? Yeah. 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 The, and it's just, it was too much because I, I couldn't handle I don't sit still well to begin with. Like just Never have. sit. No, like <laughs> probably undiagnosed ADHD, but that's my own uh, professional doctor opinion. But uh, yeah, so I just am sitting there, I'm like oh, you get you freak out, and I, I generally uh, I generally yell at refs a lot still. So I'm sitting there in the stands. I'm the owner and general manager of the team. I can't be. Fuck you, Hamlin. <laughs> I use Hamlin as an example just because I, he's a buddy of mine. So. <laughs> Which that like that you could hear that in some arenas for sure for me. Got anything else on? Yeah. Who do you think the contenders will be this year? Uh, I mean, Lakeshore has has a strong team for sure. They've they've been building a strong team. I think they have a lot of turnover, but I mean, Mark runs a really solid program out there, and uh, and and Quinn is a, a hell of a, a hell of a coach. From all the things I've heard from guys who have played for him, and uh, some of the, some of the guys that. Uh, play for him when he was in Newington. Um, that guy just builds a team and builds a room that, that really trusts each other, and that's, that that goes a long way. So um, I have a hard time not putting them up top. Uh, I mean, Moortown was really strong last year, but they they lose a lot of their firepower. Like the best player in the league is Brock Perry. Um, the kid is sick. Like it's filthy to watch him play hockey. Um, it was really, really enjoyable to watch. It was just painful because he was sniping my team. But uh, <laughs> where did so he they go? got aged out. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he was he was no way last year. Um, so I mean, it, I think it'll be up for grabs a little bit too. I mean, you never you, you never discount Essex. I'm not sure what you never know what Danny's got up his sleeve. Like the well connected coach who knows shit. Um, do you know their new general manager? No, I, I knew the name, but I, I'm not, uh, I don't know that we've crossed paths or not. I know Danny really well. Um, Danny was a couple years younger than me, so we were, we were right in the thick of it, kind of, kind of growing up. So, um, well, we got the Bell River coach coming on too. Yeah. Quinn is a beauty. Yeah. He, he's, Quinn is, uh, he's a really solid coach and, and like, he's a really good guy too. We played in the, uh, the old timers tournament in Amherstburg every year. He puts the same group of buddies in. I put me and all of you put the same group of idiots in. And I know I used to play against you guys. Yeah, deep, well then, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was well. Saints kind of messed that up. 
because Saint. But then, yeah, and then last year they, they screwed him. I was really mad at him last year because because essentially they kicked Nino's team out. I wasn't because one of the guys running it, his kid brought cash for their yeah. team first. And like, since when did you need cash? In the last yeah. ten years, of that tournament it was a. Uh, oh, you're in. Okay. Bring yeah. your 700 750 yeah. the first day. Now it's say. like you got to pay in advance. And so Nino Trombley's team. Would, yeah, we would be guys, there every year. Every year they've been just with same with me and Halsey's team. Yeah, same. It was always the team, same team. Same, same four teams. Same teams every year, and we'd fight it out. Oh yeah, battles. And, and then we drink beer. On Sunday, the teams would be. It'd be <laughs> Sunday, funny to watch yeah, the teams we, on oh, Sunday. Guys yeah. are walking in looking like literally yeah. death. Yeah. Like like the, the, the Grim Reaper. The Grim in to get some. I'm not a couple times. We played. I think it was. I don't know if it was you guys or the other team, but one game we played, it was like opening round. Game was five minutes old. We had three fights. Oh, yeah. Five minutes old, three fights. I'm, I'm saying, like, guys, we're playing for fucking T-shirts here. Like, <laughs> what are we doing here? We all we all know each other. Yeah, like, I don't know if you were in – I don't know if you – it wasn't against you guys, but so it was It was a couple of years ago. So last year I actually ran the team and Halsey took it over. But I, I kind of screwed up the um, – the tournament well not screwed up but it's always been a challenge like i scheduled the ice for, for minor hockey and back in when we were coaching in minor hockey the uh the amount of teams we had pushing like <coughs> pardon me for red hats and old ha finals and uh, ohf finals was we had a lot of teams going so to try and get those teams ice time yep. during that big tournament was very very hard so i created a scenario basically that saw my Thank you. My team, uh, my yearly team, play at like noon or two and ten, so that I could slot in my midget minor playoff game or playdown game oh, yeah. needed to get so in there. Be wrapped by the time you guys. They went back to my parents and played kings and like. <laughs> so just a little screenshot, like, sorry about your luck, Carter. We were on a five on four. For Carter hops the bench. So blackout was literally like Bambi on the ice. Was starfishing all four <laughs> limbs moving, just like laying four feet from the bench. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Then there was there was an in- incident with uh, actually the gentleman who I got into the altercation with. He got into an altercation with some guys. I ended up in the penalty box. Another guy, and then while the ref, uh, this one guy was fighting a ref. It was a shit show. Yeah, While this is going on, one of the guys on the other team did the slap shot routine. Like the peel off his equipment <laughs> and skate there. I, t- I, I, I was there It was the year. best fucking thing I've ever been a part of. Other than like I was in the middle of it all. But the shit show part of it. Yeah, I, which I didn't, I didn't really do a lot. I got into it with one guy and then we got a penalty. And then like the other guy on my team that got a penalty, he got into it with a ref and there was shoving and then wives and girlfriends were in the penalty box and like i'm sitting there like and we're all standing there like what the fuck is going on but it was every guy on my team was blackout because of the gap because we were eight eight or nine hour gap but i don't do it to you that was a long time ago though we've all grown up yeah good eight hour (laughs) shift doesn't get you every time oh it was funny man we were all literally just standing there because i was standing there with adam and fuck all of us the whole crew was standing there everyone was there and all of us are standing there, and I'm like, we're all looking at each other. Like, what the fuck is going on out there right now? There's fights the, in the penalty the box, buddy stripping on the ice. So we're like, ball. what the fuck's going on out here? Carter Bambi on the ice. Laughing. Yeah, could not solve well, the one, the one thing that you and Mike do have in common is Mike coached for uh, the Wigman Lancers. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 With uh, Todd Warner and Hammer. Okay. Yeah. 
nice. for like I want to say the last three years. Okay, right on. So and then he got the opportunity to be the general manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right on. So you'll yeah. end up, I'm sure, shooting the shit with him at some point. He's a great guy. You'll love him. Yeah, he's yeah. probably. Oh, well, like I, I got along with uh, like Danny. That messed me over over the course of the year. Just I mean, even even if the move a trade board or whatever like i i will never try and i won't step on on our general manager's toes but uh i mean you want to you need an answer for something i can i can certainly speed that up but, right but yeah no it's you know what and it's it's uh that'll be good they, I mean, it was kind of i mean steve caldwell was i think the outgoing gm and, and, and he did a good he did a good job i mean before that was what, miller miller was he was a hard guy to deal with, Scott. Scott. He was my junior <laughs> baseball coach too, and cut me all the time when I tried out for the threes. But uh, and I played against Craig yeah, all growing up too, and yeah, he was he was uh it was so hard to deal with, like to make trades. Like they never want they 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 have to win, and like I'm like you ain't winning these trades, like yeah, I'll just say no, right. Like, but, uh, I was, that, are, are you looking to make any trades before I, the? I'm not sure what. Uh, not, I, to be honest, I really don't know what Greg has in store. I mean, I, I don't even know if Greg knows what he has in store. This is the, this is just unprecedented times. I mean, and again, there's there are some teams that are, are of the mindset like me, like like for instance, you know, it's been thrown out. Can you know, can we sustain uh, without fans? And there's no way right. we, we we wouldn't. And I just I really worry about some of these teams that don't have a minor hockey center. Like how 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 are these towns putting in ice? Right, right. If, you, if you're not getting fans, it's just for like, junior C, it's yeah. not going to work. So now you're talking about the potential of our, our can can teams relocate? Right. Or like like what if what if Amherstburg minor hockey doesn't play and the town doesn't put in ice? Which is the, the latter part of that statement is very probable. If if, if MHA doesn't play, it's constant. The town will not put in ice. I've had, I mean, I shouldn't say it was certainty, I'm not, just the conversations I've had with the management there and my knowledge of, of kind of the operational structure of that building and the way that they view it, no chance. Even even if it was just us and figured like, I'm involved in three of the top four user groups there. Um, and even if it was figure skating, uh, Admiralty and then the Big Creek League, which is our men's league Wednesday nights, even if it was the three of us, I would, I would still really, really question whether or not the town would be able to justify we might be lucky to get one rink one of the packs in but maybe the main bag but i mean we even even with everyone there's a possibility that only one rink goes in yeah and they just they just shut down some user yeah. groups yeah. and the town basically is going to start scheduling no it's like rentals or anything and then just do you know like strictly minor you and i aren't going and, to rent the ice yeah. it's going to be you know you've got AMHA, Skate Amherstburg, the Admirals, the Big Creek League, uh, the, the Sunday morning men's league, the 40 and over. I mean, sledge hockey, I wouldn't want to see go anywhere either. But the problem with sledge is that the Admirals and sledge are completely contradictory. They, they, Rink B in Amherstburg is set up for sledge, and that, like, that they mm -hmm. take the benches out, and it's got all the the whole lower side is basically as wheelchair friendly that you could sit oh, okay. and watch underneath the board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can now see we have some board. of that. I wondered what that was. We have some of that, that, that because they, that is so cool. Yeah, so that you know, assuming that people play sledge are in wheelchairs, right? You, they yeah, so they have an opportunity to uh, to watch the games as well. Right. So if they're in, I mean, they could operate out of rink A, but it just is a challenge because there's a lot that goes. You got to lay down this tile stuff and then take out the benches for it all. Like, so it just becomes a little bit of a logistical 
issue, but I would hate to see them go anywhere. But after that, I mean, who, where, where's the ice, right? If you're only at one pad, you, you know, you're talking about minor hockey, maybe going back to some 7 a.m. practices, or which isn't the worst thing. It's just can it be managed? But I mean, who knows? I, I, I really question if there's going to be hockey. Have fun with that, mom and dad. Yeah. yeah. So what else you got, Rob? Because we're like going on an hour and a half here. <laughs> no, it's all good. I don't have much tonight except oh, my nephew's waiting for me to come home and play it. Fortnite. <laughs> I just started just started last this week of trying On to figure Fortnite? out how to play oh, Fortnite. Good luck. It's kinda of weird. I watch my son play it and I have no interest in it whatsoever. Buddy, I, I we've had uh the last like six weeks we've we've had the six Sundays we've had uh, Ben and nephew sleep over. He comes over and all my parents have a beautiful backyard and He's amazing with my four-year-old nephew, so it's, it's kind of cool. So I, he, he's playing one night, and I swear to God, for like 30 seconds, this kid was speaking a whole fucking different language that I couldn't. Yeah. It's like, I got this mats, and then we got to go to this. And like, what are you saying? This yeah. these towns like, and these mods. Oh, yeah. and, this, and Just like it was, it was, I swear to God, it sounded like it was Greek. I, I had kid, no idea man. what it was. Yeah. So then I got intrigued, and now I want to be like the cool uncle that like maybe I can beat him one day at it. <laughs> Good luck. So so yeah, I've been I've been playing with him uh, a little bit, and trying to learn. I'm I'm so bad at that that 2020 hockey game. NHL. I get healthy scratched off that game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't play those games. So I like the yell at you through the TV. Yeah. I like the first person shooter. Yeah, stuff yeah. like that. I like that. I'm not but good at those games. Hockey, I'll whoop you up. I never was I'll good at hockey. Myself. I was I good it. at my 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 go to. I had put some money on uh, all the Tiger Woods. Oh yeah, golf games. Yeah, that was my that was my go to. All I remember I ever saying playing Tiger Woods was screws. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. All right, Wes, I got to say, man, thank you, man. It's uh, This has been great. Action-packed interview. Awesome. Yeah, no, I Shall really we say, it. we wish you guys all the best, man. Yeah, no. Hopefully it, you guys actually get to play. Yeah, I, mean, I, 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 I do too. It. And, I mean, I hope you guys, I wish you guys the best of uh, luck too because, I mean, you, you, right now, the I mean, the coverage that junior hockey in our area gets short of our own social media is, I mean, they don't do it until really the playoffs. It's Sunday mornings, AM eight hundred. They'll uh, they'll interview the coaches and GMs a little bit, but yeah. that's really the only the only coverage that uh, that junior hockey's getting uh, on a regular basis, or at least in this forum where we have an opportunity to, you know, kind of talk about even things outside of the game. Or, um, but I mean, if there's a, any focus on local hockey, uh, this is going to be awesome if you guys keep it up. Because, like I said, there's not a there's not an avenue for guys to go to and and, uh, and talk about local hockey other than what we're offered, you know, playoff time from AM800. So, right. So well, thank you guys is, for really, yeah. this is awesome. For, uh, we'll be doing this all the time. Yeah, and uh, we'll hopefully be. we can get your general manager or coach on here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, sports is sports is guy. He'll get some story. You get to, you can get to hear about his, uh, his 0 and 11 record. He'll <laughs> yeah, tell you the story better than me, for sure. <laughs> yeah, but I know, I'm pretty sure, too, I know it was Ben Eager and I think it was Mike Richards for the, or two that, uh, I know Ben Eager tagged him pretty good from, from what I heard. I'll have to let him tell you the story. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah. All right, Wes. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks, boys. We wish you all the best. Same to you. Hey, have you ever tried the McGregor Columbia Club? Not yet. Did you know the McGregor Columbia Club has two rooms to accommodate gatherings from small birthday parties to corporate meetings to large weddings and even banquet events? 
Really? Now, how many does that place seat? It seats over 300 people. They also have an in-house decorator, rental items to work within your budget. Their main spacious hall is ideal for maintaining distance between attendees. Well, what's the food like? Well, they specialize in roasted chicken, but also have a full menu offering your favorite dishes. Really? Can you do fundraisers there? They have fundraising opportunities for charities with their fish fry, pasta, or steak dinners, and other events. Come on. Now, what about breakfast? Well, they have an amazing breakfast. It starts at 8.30 on Sunday, and it ends at noon, offering your full breakfast menu. Don't they have a cornhole league there, too? Ooh, I'm glad you mentioned that, because they play in it. It's... uh. Just getting ready to go. They're just waiting for the okay. Can you find them online? Yep. You can check their menus and events out at McGregorColumbiaClub.com or check them out on the Facebook. And there he is, folks. Mr. Wes Ewer. Man, he he's so involved in that town. Yeah, that guy is a total beaut. I love how they're grooming their kids to play yeah. in their junior C. Is yeah. that, you know what I mean? And he coaches like multiple teams. Man. Yeah. So he's coaching the younger kids yeah. that's going up, you know, yeah. and then yeah. they got kids to look at. And I love how he was saying like almost his whole team is all Amsburg. Yeah. Amsburg all related. All hometown boys. Yeah. I love that. That's so yeah. awesome. I so, can't wait till we get our 73s yeah. that way. Yeah. So great job out there, Wes and and everybody out there with the Addies, so shout out Amsburg. You guys are a bunch of buttes. Awesome. So Rob, let's uh, let's let's uh break down the second round of the playoffs here real quick. Okay. Who so, are we going with first? Well, just to keep everything quick, I so I think we'll we'll pick like who we want to win the series. Want or going to? To who's who's going to win the series? Okay. And I want you to pick one player from each team. Okay, sounds good. Okay? Yep. So that's how we're going to do it. So we'll start with Vegas and Vancouver. Okay, so we'll start with them. They got game one actually going, well, we're now Sunday, so in about four hours. So who, what do you think? With I, This series is going to be fantastic, by the way. Yeah. Because... Vancouver is white hot right now. Yeah, but uh, Vegas is a fucking powerhouse, yeah. man. Holy yeah. shit. They definitely are. I'm so impressed with these guys. That Riley Smith, too, has been outstanding. So who who are you picking uh, team-wise? Team-wise to win the series? Yeah. Oh, man. I can't believe I'm about to say this. Uh-oh. I'm taking Vancouver, Ooh. but I'm going to do it in seven games. Okay. Um, just because they're just, they're young, they're fast and they're just, they don't have like, they don't have anything to lose, man. Just play. They've already like exceeded expectations. Right. Kind of, you know what I mean? So yep. the only thing is, is however, Robin Leonard on the other side has been, a brick wall. So they're going to, they're going to have like, this is two good goalies. Although Markstrom does have a higher save percentage. Mm-hmm. So I don't care. I'm going them seven games and uh, I'm going to go Pedersen for them. And I'm going to go Marshall on the other side. 
What about you? Those are good picks. I, you know, I I really want to see Vancouver win this, but I think uh, the Golden Knights are just too tough. I think they're just built. They're built for playoffs. You know what I mean? So I'm going to go Vegas in six. And I'm going to, my player for Vegas is going to be Stone. That's a great pick. And for Vancouver, I'm going to go with Bo Horvat. Oh, great pick. Great pick. Yeah, I like those. All right, let's go. Uh, let's hop over to the East. Let's go Boston and Tampa. Okay. Now, this series is two powerhouses meeting up. So, here, we'll start with you. Who do you got on the series? I'm going to take Boston. Okay, and how, and how many games? Uh, seven. I think oh, this is going to go seven. seven, yeah, because, uh, you know, Tampa Bay, they're not going to fucking roll over. They need to beat Boston. Is Stamco still out? I think, I'm I think looking, he is. I'm looking right now. It I doesn't think he say is. that, because usually it'll say injured. Yeah, but well, he hasn't played in a bit, so they might not really talk about him until he comes back. Right? I don't know, but they still have to leave him off the, the roster, right? Uh, depends on what list he's on. Because Ruta is on their list as day to day, but I don't see anything on on but, Stamkos. But here's the thing: remember now, Boston doesn't have Rask. Oh yeah, sorry, I do see Stamkos right? out with lower body. Yeah, so he's out. No, yeah, he and, left, and they don't have Rask. So is Halak gonna? He is three and one. He's got a point nine one two save percentage, so he's doing well. Yep. So I'm gonna I'm I'm going with Boston in six, and I'm going to take as my uh, player uh, Krejci. Great pick. And for Tampa Bay, I'm going to take. Uh, I'm gonna take. Uh, shit, there's a lot of picks. Uh, Braden Point. Bastard. <laughs> Gotcha. Fuck, man. Why do you always do that? Take my fucking players all the time. I got a new okay. phone last night. I know. You probably notes. did. He's fucking in my notes. Get out of my head. Get out of my head. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go uh, Tampa Bay. Good pick. But I'm going to go uh, I'm gonna go in seven games. I was going to say six, but I'm going to go seven games again. I'm going to go... Uh, I'm going to go Marshan. Yep. Even that fucking rat, but that's, he's so that's good. That's a good pick, though. But he's so good. Yep. So, and I'm going to go Kucherov. Oh, nice. On the other side. So, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's, while, while we're here, let's go uh, Philadelphia and the Islanders. You know, for one... I, I just hope that this isn't uh, a boring fucking series. The Islanders, it seems that they're just putting teams to sleep. You yeah, know? but do you think Philly's going to let them do that? Philly likes that crash and bang style of play. So yeah, but they clog up the the, the neutral zone, and it's it's fucking boring hockey. It really is. I think personally. <laughs> so <laughs> fuck you, Islanders. All right, you're going so, to Philadelphia. You're going to, and and Blimblom. Yeah. I'm going to go with him. If he gets in there, I think that'll Okay, do. but how many games? Uh, oh, it's going to be a fucking 
boring drag out series and it's gonna rot my ass for fucking seven games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you okay, you pick what about a guy for the eye? Well the Limbaugh's out really as 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 a um illness still. Yeah. So Should if he back comes back, I want him. If okay. he doesn't, I will go with Kevin Hayes. Uh, total butte. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go. Wait. I got the Islanders too. Oh, sorry. I got to pick the Islanders. My bad. And my uh, my Islanders player will be Josh Bailey. <laughs> Fuck off. All right. You got a mirror right behind you. I, know, I, I think see, you probably do. I can see your I'm stream. starting to look and shit now. You know what I mean? Like, how the fuck does he know all this stuff? <laughs> That's so funny. I'm going to. I'm going to say, I'm going to do this, do what I did in the first round. This could very well be my upset series. I'm going Islanders uh, in seven games. Well, Left wing lock, choke to death. Okay. Just like a python snake. Yeah. I'm going to go Barlamov. Good pick. He's a goalie. Okay. He's seven and two. 1.67 goals against. 0.934 save percentage. So he's... On fire. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go him for the Islanders. I think he's going to have a big series. And I'm going to go Borachek. Nice pick. I think he'll be great in the series. So Dallas, Colorado. Uh, you go first. Well, this series, there's a lot of snipers in this series, man. Yeah. A lot of snipers. However, these are two tough teams. These are, they? yeah. Because both teams are playing very well. They got two rats on the ice with Perry and, and Kadri, right? <laughs> they do. They do. Luckily, Fuck imagine imagine studs. those imagine those two are on the same team. Oh. Just annoy the shit out of you. Oh, it'd be like having uh, well, who did Ott play with that was another uh, rat to uh, Steve Ott? Uh, well, yeah, but what team was he on playing? I, I want to say it was Dallas, right? Yeah. Wasn't it Dallas, wasn't it? Well, it was with Perry, wasn't it? Yeah, probably. He played with Perry. Like, cause it was only a couple a year. years ago, yeah, right? Yeah, I think for a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those fucking guys. Oh, yeah. Man, imagine playing against them. Jesus. You wouldn't be able to say anything. You couldn't get a word. No, they'd just be both of <laughs> Oh, brutal. I'm going to go. It's kind of hard to go against Colorado right now. I'm going to go Colorado in five games. Good pick. Even though, uh, yeah, I'm going to go Col- yeah, Colorado five games. Uh, I'm going to go Nathan McKinnon for the Avalanche. Nice. And I'm going to go... <coughs> Ooh, sorry. I don't know who to who to pick for... I'll go Hudobin. Dallas Hudobin. Goalie. Yeah. What... Uh, how many games did you I, say? I said five. Oh, five. Okay. Yeah. What, what about you? I'm going to go with Colorado as well. I'm going to... Take Colorado in six. Ooh. I'm gonna go with Kadri because mm-hmm. he's just been a stud. Like this is this is the best I've ever seen him play, mm-hmm. and it took this long to, just to get out of Toronto, right? Yeah. And um, for Dallas, I'm going to take Jamie Ben. Beautiful. Pick. I, I love that guy. I Great just pick. love yeah, the way he plays player. hockey. And everybody have in mind when we make that pick on this series, we're doing this knowing that uh, Dallas is up a game. They yep. won. They, they they won on Saturday night. They won five three. Yeah. So we're doing this. So technically, my pick, the Avs, I would say that they the 
they're about to go four straight. Right, and it's it's Sunday afternoon, right? So it could very well happen. Too. It for sure could. For sure could. With these two teams, right? Yeah. Also, uh, is there something that you wanted to uh, you wanted to talk about here, real quick? Yeah. So, um, a friend a friend of the uh, show, uh, his sister's very ill, and. Um, we want to do whatever we can do to help support them. So um, they they started a GoFundMe page. Her name is uh, Gina Miller Derizio, and um, she uh, has kidney failure. Failure. She's got. She's married with uh, three kids. Um, it's it's renal kidney failure, mm-hmm. and she needs it transplant uh on the 28th of this month she's going to london to get uh a tube put in so that she can get uh, dialysis treatments done uh three to four times a week for like four hours of sitting my mom went through all of this and it Mm -hmm. is hell yeah so whatever we can do as a hat trick hockey team as as a community to get out there and help support this family, you know, whatever you could take out of your pocket and, and, and uh, give to them would be greatly appreciated. We, you know, we, we did it for Brandon and his yeah. army and, and, and look how that Harold yeah. community came together. Even people from Essex donating, you know, yeah. like Amherstburg given their time, you know, yeah. like it, it, it's just fucking amazing. And, and I think that, this is a strong, powerful community, and we should all get behind this and, and uh, you know, 100%. help out as much as we can. One hundred percent. Couldn't agree with you anymore. Do we have a a link to her her page? Yes, I will. We'll put it on. We the, will. Uh, we will throw it up on up our page. Our... So anybody, let's go, Essex. Essex, it's your turn. Stand up. Stand let's up, go. Essex. We know you're a bunch of total buttes. Yeah. Let's help this family out. Yeah, please. Also, um, out in Harrow there, I want to give a big shout out to the Harrow Whalers. These guys, I think they do the, uh, the like road hockey stuff. Like they play road hockey? Yeah, but they play, they go away and play in like, they drive a few hours. They play in like, uh, tournaments and stuff. And oh, cool. it's a bunch of guys that I, a lot of them play, I believe Sunday night. Right. As Mike Herbeck would say, if you're playing yeah. road hockey, grow up. Yeah. These guys though. <laughs> They're just bu- kidding, guys. They're, just uh, kidding. they're a bunch of buttes. Yeah, so these guys, buttes. they had a car wash the day after on the docks did uh, the hamburger and fries there yeah, for Brandon. fantastic. So the following day, these guys did a car wash. So they were there for, they were there for like four or five hours or whatever. I guess it was packed. Awesome. Packed. Also, shout out to Maria's in Amherstburg. Kirk uh, Churchill came down. Came down out of nowhere, threw down his frickin' barbecue, barbecued hamburgers, hot dogs, sold a bunch of stuff there, That's and awesome. all that went to Brandon. So, shout out to everybody involved there. You guys did a fantastic job. Uh, it was so nice just seeing everybody come together again. It's crazy. Perfect. Perfect. It's crazy. That's so awesome. Communities getting together, and you know what I mean? Like, whatever we can do to help, if, if, if reach out to us if, if, you, if there's somebody that you want uh, us to help and we can mention it on our podcast we're, we're more than willing to help anybody in any way we've we've said from the start we will give back we will always give back so if that's our way to forget it to hear 
you know, for more to hear their like stories and stuff like that, and then we'll do it. Absolutely. So on that note, I think that's about all we got for today, eh? Yeah, we can wrap this up. Yeah, I'm going poolside. <laughs> I'm <laughs> <So>. going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he chirps me about napping, and now this guy's going. What a guy. All right, everybody. Enjoy. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. Aunt Rob signing off. See ya. Peace.